With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for University of Wisconsin women's hockey. Now, let's head ringside with the call of the game. Here's Reed Magnum. Madison, it's Wisconsin's fill the bowl game as the eighth-ranked Badgers host the 14th-ranked St. Cloud State Huskies. Good evening and welcome to our broadcast on Fox Sports 1070 The Game. We're also on your free iHeartRadio app. Our producer, Sean Preble, Reed Magnum along with you and a special broadcast partner guest tonight. She is a Badger legend, won a national championship at Wisconsin. It's Annie Pankowski. Annie, thanks for doing this and fill the bowl. You were on the team that did set that attendance record back in 2017. What is this whole environment like for the players? Of course, yeah, thank you for having me. It's so great to be here. This is uh, my first time on radio, so you have to let me know how it goes. Um, but, yeah, the fill-the-bowl game is always so exciting, especially um, as, you know, a dominant women's sports on the Wisconsin campus. And to, to being in the Kohl Center with all the history and, you know, just all the excitement it comes with, with filling the bowl, it's just it's such an incredible game to be a part of and so much excitement and joy goes into playing in front of a big crowd. Um, and to have it backed by a charity is even that much more exciting. Yeah, guys, it's a special tonight. Fill the bowl. It's, again, you try and get as many people in as possible. And what you try to do is match the record that Annie was a part of back in 2017 because the hockey capacity at uwbadgers.com is 15,237. You guys officially for that game had 15,359. So you were over by 122 of the capacity. Uh, we won't tell the fire department, but uh, you can't do better than you guys did. But uh, Wisconsin has seven of the top ten attendance record marks. It's the only program to draw more than 10,000 fans to a women game. It speaks a lot to the city, Badger Nation, the state for that matter. you got people that travel a long ways to come to this game. It's really special. For sure, and especially being part of that. You know, I feel like Wisconsin does such a great job of highlighting its women, its women's athletes. And, you know, I, after I graduated, I would start to get recognized by people just around town because so many people would uh, know women's sports. And it was really just exciting, exciting for uh, to be an athlete at Wisconsin and to have that recognition. And just like the, the firepower of the fans is just so great. National championship win also helps them. Sure, uh, yeah, some of that also draws a good little good little draw. I think officially four players on this team played back in 2020. That was the last fill the bowl. They try to do this every few years. It's a whole production to put on and as you and I were talking about, you made the point there's so much that happens at the Kohl Center with sports, even concerts. You can't always do this game every year. So when you get a chance to have it, it is unique because it's not an every year thing. Mm -hmm, for sure and I feel like if we if we try to do it too often and, and pull in that those numbers for a crowd, I think we'll lose lose touch of uh, you know the excitement and the um, allure of the game. Well, let's talk about this Badger team this year. So the record is 20 wins, seven losses, and one tie in the WCHA 16, five and one. 2023 calendar flips and a little bit of a rough stretch for this team. Go back to New Year's Day. Wisconsin lost after winning on New Year's Eve to fourth ranked Quinnipiac. They lost them three to nothing. Got swept at home against Minnesota Duluth. Wisconsin really never gets swept at Lebon. And then you go to number one ranked Ohio State. Close loss in overtime mid-January. Come back the next day and you lose five to nothing. 
So a team kind of wicking, licking its wounds a little bit. But then back-to-back -back wins, back-to-back -back sweeps. Minnesota State, a couple weeks ago, they were receiving votes. Took care of them at St. Thomas last week. So not ranked opponents. Nothing to take away from those programs. This is 14th ranked St. Cloud. So it feels to me, Andy, like this is an important weekend because you take that next step into the ranked teams. Then you go to Minnesota next week and you host Ohio State to finish off the season. So this feels like a really key weekend for this group. Yeah, for sure. And, there, and there's a big group of us here in Madison. Uh, they go by the Mons. I'm not sure if you've heard of the Mons. Uh, Greeny, Greeny's a big fan, but... Uh, you know, it's a it's a group of, of women's alumni from the hockey team, and we've been chatting about what we've ha what we've seen happen over this this calendar year. And you know, it takes it takes a lot to build the character of a team, and you don't get to know that character until you're in a tough spot. And if you never get put in a tough spot, then uh, you never really truly know what you're going to bring when you need it. So this Badger team really got the opportunity to to hurt a little bit and, and kind of build up from that. So we're really excited to see how they come out of this and, and barrel ahead into the postseason. If you want to achieve some of those really lofty goals, usually you have to overcome some adversity. So let's talk about 14th ranked St. Cloud State Huskies. 15-4 and four for the overall record. No ties for them. 8-14 uh, and 14, the WCHA. Under Brian Idolski, first season at St. Cloud. Remember, he was the longtime North Dakota coach, so he comes over here in his first year with the program and a ranked team, but there's always a transition in that first year with a brand-new head coach. This is a gritty group, though, as Coach Johnson will mention in our pregame interview, over 500. And you know they love nothing more than to play spoiler for the weekend. Of course, and especially coming into a team, you know, they, they've seen the wounds that Wisconsin kind of put on uh, earlier this year, and, and it, it's open door. There's a big crowd. There's a lot of people watching this game right now, and I think in that in that St. Cloud locker room, they're they're feeling like there's a good chance here. they got to really bring their A game, but they feel like there's, you know, they can see the light. Well, go back to uh, the first meeting between these two teams. This was mid-October. Wisconsin won 5 to nothing in game one, then trailed most of game two, came back and won 3-2 to two in overtime. And K.K. Harvey scored the overtime winner, earned her Rookie of the Week honors in the conference. That was one of those games, though, where, I mean, it was a thrilling comeback. And I think that maybe gave St. Cloud a little bit of swagger to say, sure, we lost in overtime. We got a conference point. We can skate with the Badgers. We can skate with anyone. So now they want to see where they've improved. So this will be a fun one here today. And then back at Lebon tomorrow, traditional 3 o'clock game. We'll have it for you right here on Fox Sports 1070. We'll take our break. We'll come back. We'll hear from the Badgers head coach, Mark Johnson. We're getting close to the drop of the puck. For Phil the Bull, Wisconsin, and St. Cloud State, this is Badger women's hockey. Back at the Cole Center, Wisconsin and St. Cloud State fill the bowl. Reed Magnum with you, Sean Preble producing. Special guest is Annie Pankowski, nice enough to join us on the broadcast for tonight. Badger legend, national champion back in 2019. Does it feel longer ago than that? Four years ago, so how does that feel time-wise to you? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to put in perspective, right, because I feel like it was simultaneously yesterday and and also you look at it and it was like wow that was four years ago I can't imagine suiting up to play in a game right now I don't think I have it in me actually I was I was down there talking with coach Johnson before the game and he goes hey you got it in you to skate tonight and I just was busting up laughing because I was like actually no I, I don't think I can <laughs> I think you'd hold your own but as I've heard from, from former players those legs are tough I mean when you lose the hockey legs they go fast and, and they're gone so yeah that is that is true 
looking at Wisconsin here. We'll get to the rosters in a bit. Dealing with some of the injuries. St. Cloud State has dealt with some of that stuff too. So in all seriousness, if you had a little eligibility, I think Coach should try and throw that uh, that sweater back yeah, on. Yeah, that's how my, my backwards crossovers were. <laughs> yes. So uh, as far as this series, Wisconsin leads it. It's not close. 94 wins, only eight losses all time to St. Cloud State. Four ties. The Badgers currently on the 33-game unbeaten streak. It dates back to February 22nd of 2015. But as Annie said before we went to break, this team sees a little crack and St. Cloud State wanting to try and turn things over here a little bit. Go back to last weekend, Wisconsin swept St. Thomas 6-1 to and then 3 to nothing for those two games. For St. Cloud State, they lost 3-2 to in overtime against top-ranked Ohio State in game two a couple weeks ago. Then they swept Bemidji at home last weekend 2 to nothing and 2-1 to respectively. So again, yes, it was a loss a couple of weeks ago to Ohio State, but this team continues to prove that if you don't take them seriously, they are going to make things more than interesting. So Wisconsin has to certainly keep all of that in mind. Let's take a look at these conference standings in the WCHA. All teams have played uh, 22 games on the top side of things. Minnesota, Ohio State, and Wisconsin, their first, second, and third in that order. Minnesota, 59 conference points. Ohio State, 57, and Wisconsin sits at 50. Minnesota Duluth did hold off St. Clouds or did hold off Minnesota State earlier today, so they sit at 39 conference points now to 23 games. Minnesota State is behind St. Cloud State. And then St. Thomas and Bemidji, they are at the bottom of the conference. Mathematically, Wisconsin can still win the WCHA. They get those two games, six conference points up for grabs against Minnesota and Ohio State, but obviously trailing the Gophers by nine points and Ohio State by seven points. They're going to need a little help along the way. Interestingly enough, if Minnesota State would have beaten Minnesota to loot, the Badgers would have been guaranteed no less than a third-place finish in the conference. you got to finish top four to host that all-important first series of the WCHA tournament, which is going to be here before we know it. It's interesting when the calendar turns in February. As a player, did that get your attention a little bit? For sure, and, and the focus of practice changes too because you realize that it's all about fresh legs and how fresh you can stay, and you don't realize you know, how tough the season is going into it, and then all of a sudden you turn the corner and now you're headed into playoffs, and you want to make sure you're firing on all cylinders at that point. Let's talk about these rankings Wisconsin ranked eighth. As a player, seriously, Annie, did you pay it? You were ranked one in your group for so many weeks. Did you guys pay attention to rankings or not at all? Um, I think it went back and forth. I think when I first started, we were like in the three, four yep. range, and we kind of like uh, worked on having that target on number one. Um, and then after that, we were fortunate enough to, you know, stay up pretty high for a very long time. And, and so after at that point, we didn't pay too much attention to it. But it certainly was a, a nice pat on the back each time we turned the turn the week. So. Had that bullseye in your back, too, when you got that one spot. That's where Ohio State sits. They've received 14 first-place votes in the USDHO.com poll. Yale sitting in second, and they have received six first-place votes. So they're still second, but they're getting half a dozen the first-place votes. Minnesota at third, Colgate fourth, Northeastern fifth, Quinnipiac sixth, Minnesota Luthen in seventh, followed by Wisconsin at eighth, Clarkson ninth, and then Penn State tenth. And now they go all the way to 15. So Penn State, Vermont, Providence, Cornell, then St. Cloud at 14, and Connecticut at 15. And I, I think it's nice that they've expanded some of those rankings. Princeton, Minnesota State, Boston College, and Maine, also other teams receiving votes. Well, the head coach is Brian Nadolski, as we said, first season with St. Cloud. Little connection here to Wisconsin, more than a little. He guided UW Stevens Point women's hockey team for five seasons, including 
in NCAA Division III. Runner-up finish in 03-04. Third place national finish the next year. The national quarterfinal finish in 04-05. Then he was an assistant with this program from 06-07. Goes to North Dakota in 2007. Is with them for 10 years. Then, unfortunately, North Dakota cut their women's hockey program along with men's and women's swimming and diving due to budgetary costs. And now he is back with St. Cloud State. So uh, kind of full circle for him. The other side, of course, the Badgers head coach is Mark Johnson, winningest coach in women's hockey history, winningest coach in Badger athletics history. In 20 seasons, 585 wins, 110 losses, and 52 ties. And just a little while ago, we caught up with the Badgers head coach, Mark Johnson. We just walked through and we're seeing everybody lined up coming in. I know it's not lost on you, the support from the community and people coming from around the state to come support your program. What's it mean to the players? It means a lot. Uh, it's been a relationship that's been, uh, you know, very strong, uh, you know, for a lot of years. And, uh, you know, I, I give the community, the people in Madison around the state, uh, the willingness to come out and watch us play. And I know our parents uh, of our players and our players certainly appreciate it. So... What makes it special uh, tonight is that, uh, you know, you give an experience to these kids and their family that uh, not many, you know, young hockey players get a chance to play in front of so many people in a big venue. And uh, it should be exciting. It's fun for, for our players. And I'm certainly proud of what we've been able to put together. It's, it takes a lot of people to, to make it happen within our athletic department, our management people. And so, you know, kudos to them and uh, everybody down the chain to make it a special event. Your program also always partners with a nonprofit, and tonight it's about giving new or gently used hockey equipment. You've been around this game your whole life. Can you talk about the importance of getting kids on ice in hockey equipment at an early age? It, uh, it's an opportunity like a fan. You know, you challenge them, go try it once, and all of a sudden uh, they see what they uh, might enjoy coming back, and here they come, and uh, we've been able to do that at Le bon to fill the building up quite a bit uh, because, you know, the fans like our product. And, you know, young hockey players the same way. If they, they want to skate or they want to go out and try it, uh, you know, usually they fall in love with it for most of them uh, early on. And, uh, you know, once you get them, then, then you've got them. And so uh, tonight we'll be able to provide equipment to people that maybe can't afford it and maybe it'll be the first time they get a pair of skates or get a chance to, you know, go on the ice. And you never know, somebody in the stands tonight is going to watch the game and, you know, 8, 10, 15 years from now that, you know, individual might be playing for us. So those are the things that you want to do. You want to reach out of the community and uh, you know uh, give an opportunity to people come in and they're willing to do that and so it's going to be a great night it should be a good game a lot of fun we're talking with the Badgers head coach Mark Johnson players get out there it's crazy bands going it's full but then you got to transition to that hockey game and you've talked to me about this over the years but if you would how do you tell your players to handle this I think, you know, when they go up for warm-ups and, uh, and leave the ice, uh, you know, enjoy it. Uh, it's like I'm watching the All-Star game and the guys are going out for a warm-up and it's a lot of fun, no different. Go enjoy it, look around, uh, make eye contact with some of the young kids that are up against the glass. But, you know, when you go back out and the national anthem's over and they, you know, they drop the puck, the most important thing is what happens in between the boards. And uh, we can have a lot of fun with the fans and it can be real noisy, but the most important thing when they drop the puck, you better be ready to play. Naturally, bigger sheet of ice. How have you prepared the team for that this week? Uh, we got to skate on it Thursday, and so, uh, you know, it, uh, again, you'd like a little bit more of that, but it, it is what it is, and so uh, I think the excitement of the players, uh, you know, will certainly feel some energy, and uh, the big thing is you got to got to catch yourself and not get too excited because sometimes you get so excited for a main event then you go out there and all of a sudden the legs are heavy and you're not moving real well and you got too excited so a lot of it's you know managing emotions not only for us but certainly for St. Cloud so who can handle that early on and 
I think uh, whoever scores the first goal will be a big plus for that group. Last one, Coach. Middle October, you saw St. Cloud. How have they improved over all these months since you last saw them? Well, I think their structure and uh, getting used to their coach and, and, and a new system brought in, uh, you know, they've certainly bought into it. Uh, you know, they beat Minnesota earlier in the year. You know, they've had some really good games, and, uh, you know, they've gotten better within their structure, and obviously their goaltenders have helped them stay in games. And so uh, when we had them up there early, uh, you know, we went in overtime the second night, and, you know, KK ended up scoring an overtime winner. And so... Uh, you know, they're ranked, I think, 14th in the country right now, so they're above 500, which is great for our league, and it should provide for an entertaining game. Here's the Badgers head coach, Mark Johnson, take our final break, get your lineups when we return. Wisconsin, fill the bowl for women's hockey. This is Badger women's hockey. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. At the Cole Center, that was Lift Every Voice and Sing. We get ready for the Fill the Bowl game, Wisconsin Women's Hockey and St. Cloud State. Got some youngsters out on the ice now, getting a big flag out of center ice, and we'll have the national anthem here in just a moment. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And with the singing of our national anthem, performed tonight by Wisconsin Volleyball alum and Associate Vice Chancellor of the UW-Madison Police Department, UW Chief of Police, Kristen Roman.
Anthem there here at the Cole Center. Let's pause 10 seconds. Station identification. This is Badger Women's Hockey. We are Fox Sports 1070, the game. WTSO Madison. Download the free iHeartRadio app for all your music, radio, and podcasts. Sean Preble producing back at the studios. Reed Magnum along with you. Special guest is Annie Pankowski, national champion with Wisconsin. One of the all-time greats, even if... Uh, she won't admit it on the broadcast. I'll go through some of her stats throughout just to embarrass oh, her. Oh, no, here we we'll go. See, we'll see all of uh, her amazing finishes in her career. But this is special tonight, Fill the Bowl, raising money for charity. And uh, as your coach, Johnson, talked about, getting gently or new equipment and also, of course, funds helping out with a nonprofit. Tickets just $2. A lot of people in the first and second bowls. And when you see people in the third bowl, Annie, uh, you know that's a good night because a lot of fans coming out. Yeah, it's really exciting to see the bowl fill up, especially as we get closer to game time. It's, it's do or die right now. So for the Badgers, we'll look here at their starting lineups. And one thing I want to mention is Natalie Bookbinder out in this game, lower body injury. So their defenseman on the left side, top line's a 5'4", 50-year senior from Wayne, Illinois, number 21. Alternate captain, Nicole LaMontia, right side, 5'9", senior from Cleveland Heights, Ohio, 25. That is Shayla Edwards. Go defense first, St. Cloud. They've got the Wisconsin native from Verona on the left side. Alternate captain Tatum Geyer, grad student, 5'10", shoots left number 16 on her sweater. On the right side, a 5'6 sophomore from Spirit River, Alberta, number two, that is Dale Ross. Top line of forwards for the Badgers. The left wingers, 5'4", junior from Ernsville, Ontario, 28, Maddie Wheeler. In the middle, alternate captain from Milton, Massachusetts, a 5'3", junior, 26, Casey O'Brien. And on the right side, a 5'9", 50-year senior from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, number 9, that is Sophie Shirley. Top line of offense for St. Cloud State, the left wingers, a 5'8", senior from Stonewall, Manitoba, 21, Olivia Savar. In the middle, a 5'4", senior from the Czech Republic, number 12, Clara Himlarova, she's an alternate captain. And on the right side, a 5'8", senior from South Lyon, Michigan, 17, Courtney Hall. Goaltender to start things off for St. Cloud, number 29, a 5'8", junior out of Chicago. Catches with the left, number 29, Jojo Choback. And for the Badgers, six-foot redshirt senior from New York, New York, number 30, Cami Cronish. As the puck drops, we are underway for the fill the bowl. Wisconsin home, white sweaters, red breezers, and helmets. Ocean W on the front, numerals in red on the back. And for St. Cloud, they've got a darker red sweater, black breezers, and helmets. 
white and red logo on the front, white numerals on the back as the Badgers. Wheeler tries to move it in the left wing circle, gets it poke checked away, a couple of defensemen there to knock it away, Lamontia there to clean it up, nice little toe drag on that near side end line, and then it goes through everybody the right side, and Sophie Shirley plays it back to the far blue line, sent in, and Choback makes the first save for St. Cloud State. We're about uh, 41 seconds in, and any bigger sheet of ice than Laban, so for both teams, got to get your feet wet a little bit, I would imagine. Yeah, for sure. I mean, those first couple entries into the zone, you feel how wide it is and how much room you have behind the net. It, it's definitely a different feel, and it takes a little bit of time to get used to, for sure. Badgers win the faceoff, right side, trying to get a slap shot going down. On one knee was Comfer playing that middle center spot in the second line, and then Wozniewicz throws it through everybody that far circle. The Badgers hold the blue line with Harvey on the right side. A minute in, Wisconsin controlling things offensively. Near side of the cage, there's going to be a shot for Curl. Point blank range in the near side. Fought off by Choback. A couple shots on goal here in the early going for the Badgers. Still on the offensive side. That one bashed up a little bit high by Curl. And now St. Cloud State will cycle it out of their zone. The Badgers will go with their first line change. A minute, 15 seconds in. Right back to it, Wisconsin takes a shot, and that skips off of the chest protector of Choback. Good idea for Kirsten Sims of the Badgers. Goes back to the neutral side and the far side, and pitchforked over to Layla Edwards in the near side. Wisconsin will try and re-enter that offensive zone, and they do quickly. Is moving to that right side, and a centering pass, nobody home. It's a great idea for Lacey Eden of Wisconsin, but Kirsten Sims a little late in getting there from that center spot, and on the... Layla Edwards in the winger who originally sent that rush up. Now a touch for Edwards at the red center line. That's just a hair in front of Eden. Backtracking and collecting is Ross for St. Cloud State. and They'll get it up and out of the zone two minutes in. Yeah, one thing that we don't talk about very much is how different it is for the goalies on the big sheet of ice. And I, I have to say it because, you know, I married a goalie, but uh, it really is a different game. It's a different for their angles. And so it's, it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, how, how Cami adjusts to it. I know uh, the uh, St. Cloud State goalie, Probably has some good uh, good experience with it. Yeah, you did see Choback, though, it ate her up a little bit. And I would think, too, just the fans, the depth of the Cole Center, trying to find your sight lines early. You can have practices. Wisconsin got out here on Thursday, which helps, but it's a little different when it gets full and bright lights get turned on. For sure. Two and a half in. Still scoreless. Wisconsin three shots on goal. St. Cloud looking for their first. The Badgers back in their defensive side right now. St. Cloud... Going with a line change, and then they almost intercepted at center, and now they do finish that off, sent back to the Wisconsin side. K.K. Harvey there to clean it up, though. Gives it off to Sophie Shirley, and Wisconsin will reset here in the offensive rush. Now play back underneath the end line, goes to the near corner, picked up there by the Huskies. They'll try a big outlet pass, and that's going to be interrupted by the Badgers' comfort. Goes over the blue line, so everybody has to touch up. Sent now inside, and the Badgers' curl picks it up. Near circle takes a big shot. And a collision there from K.K. Harvey and another St. Cloud player in Gentry. Everybody appears to be all right. Wisconsin continuing to fight through it. And now back the other way comes the Huskies. 325 in. Wisconsin's really dominated a lot here offensively. And got Comfer there who again ran into a St. Cloud State player right at center ice. They're still kind of going after it. The Sevens doing battle. Fans getting into that. There's Wozniewicz in that near circle. Puck slowly moves over to the near side of the cage and Choback. And she'll quickly cover it up and make the save. 16-21 left in the first. It was away from the puck, Annie. Did you see what was going on with Comfer and the other player for St. Cloud, the Scribner? Yeah, it looked like they just accidentally collided a little bit, but uh, the St. Cloud player on her knees got, got Comfer a little bit tied up, and they, they just got a little awkwardly tied up there in the middle. Tensions always run high, and 
any sports that involve some contact, but it seems like with hockey, because is it because you're switching lines? Is it just the dynamic of how aggressive you have to be on your, you know, minute, two-minute shifts? I mean, it, it's interesting this early that uh, it looked like that player was trying to give it to Comp for a little bit extra, and we're for less sure. than four minutes in. I mean, you got to set the standard for how the game's going to go early, especially. But, no, oftentimes it's usually, you know, longer histories than that, teams that have played against each other for, for a while. So, yeah, it's not always just uh, bad blood, but it might be in this case. Wisconsin offensive zone here, coming back to the near point. Pulling it back is Sims. Dust the puck for a minute. Now gets a nice pass to Lamontia in the slot. Tried to finesse that between a couple defensemen. Still loose, and now it flies over to the near corner. Taken there by Eden. She guides it over to that midpoint. Can be pumped in by Lamontia. That hits flush a St. Cloud defender. And now they'll rush up ice. 15-22 left in our opening stanza. 3-0, the shots on goal. But goose eggs on the board so far. Yeah, I really like how the Badgers have started these this first five minutes. They've really taken it to and have some really great looks at the net. Over that near side part, the Wisconsin defensive side, Lamontia backhands it to the right side. It'll be interrupted by a Husky in Hall who's trying to get off the ice. And now it comes back the other way. Going down is Grace Shirley, a shove from the back. No arm raised. We'll play on five on five. Shirley gets up, tries to scoot that back over to a teammate. And now they'll work to... Dig it out of there in the far corner. Played back over to Shayla Edwards. Gives to La Montilla. D to D pass. La Montilla trying to get it around Ross at the blue line. She'll hold the zone and keep it there as Scribner keeps doing work offensively for St. Cloud State. Back underneath the end line now for Edwards to La Montilla. Quick touch there by Wisconsin. And it goes down, I believe, an icing call, though, as well on the other side of the ice. Claire Enright, fourth line left winger. So we'll come back to the Badgers zone for a draw. 14-24 left. And our score was first. It's really great to see St. Cloud starting to show some of the things I've seen when playing against North Dakota. I mean, they're, they're disciplined. They have a great forecheck, and they're really just getting down to being really, really good at the little things. It's really awesome to see. Got to give Coach Idolski a lot of credit. I mean, in one year's time, you're already seeing, Annie, some of those things playing out. It is impressive, and... It's good for the WCHA to have that depth. It can't just be Wisconsin and Minnesota. Now you see Ohio State getting in the mix. and Obviously, St. Cloud being ranked 14th, it is good for the conference. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. And it also helps, you know, the pairwise rankings as we get down into it, having played a, a top 14 team and, and beating them as well. That was what was so interesting. Puck right now in the offensive zone for the Badgers. KK Harvey holding the zone. Get a pass there over to Sophie Shirley. She's going to make a move towards the net. Comes over to Choback. She'll swallow it up and make a save. But that was something that was interesting. I feel like it was more in your early years. A lot of those East Coast teams get a little more of the ranking love, so they play each other. And then when the pairwise come out, you guys would be seated like fourth in the tournament. And it was always odd, but because, unless it was Minnesota, and some of those years North Dakota and Duluth, but sometimes you guys would beat these teams, but you wouldn't always get a lot of credit for it in some of those pairwise rankings. For sure. It looks good to have great teams in your conference. So it's really great for WCJ for sure to have St. Cloud performing as well as they are. And it helps come tournament time too, the more hardened yard of some of those better teams. Defensive zone right now for St. Cloud State. Ross will bring it up. A two on her sweater. 13-30 left in the first. No score. Wisconsin, just those three shots on goal. St. Cloud State a little wide-eyed to start. The Badgers really control the puck offensively. This has been a lot more even now up and down the last three minutes or so. But as we say that, the Badgers in their offensive zone with Maddie Wheeler. Backhanded pass underneath the end line. Gets around one Badger. Sophie Shirley will keep the puck going and cycles it around to that 
near side and jungles. Now passed around into the slot and going down hard is Wheeler. The puck comes over towards the goaltender. And check that, that's actually O'Brien who gets up. Believes he's all right, she'll slowly skate. See if she stays on the ice or comes off, she will come off. Wholesale line changes on both sides. Yeah, St. Cloud defense does such a great job of clogging up that middle and not letting Wisconsin get, you know, any good looks with, with uh, possession in that slot area. I think that's what's making them so successful is just having some great shutdown defense. Face-off near circle controlled on the defensive side by St. Cloud, and Gentry will bring it up, guides it off to that far side, and then a whistle here comes over to the near side. What do we have? Is that leave an offside that nobody could hear the whistle? I think that's what it was for sure. Yeah, they're going back outside the zone. They were well underneath the end line by the time we heard the second whistle. So it's a buzz in here. It's not just the band, but nice student section. And not as easy to hear the whistle, especially from where we're at. We've got a nice spot in the media area, but a little bit above the ice. The near corner now, Wisconsin offensively. 12.40 left in the first. Still scoreless. Wisconsin trying to change that, coming on that near side part of the net. Britta Curl moves it in, and do we have a goal? We'll see. No, they wave it off. It was just perfect timing there. Britta ran right into the back of the net as the puck was moving, so I'm pretty sure it went underneath the net and uh, just looked like it was a goal. i got to say, it looked like a magic trick because I wasn't <laughs> sure how that got through, but it actually scooted underneath the net. Referees will come together with the linesman, but I think you have that right on, Annie, is... The little Houdini move. Yeah, you got to go, obviously, you can't go through it. And that's exactly <laughs> what happened. It ricocheted off the end wall. The net got popped up by Curl coming in, and it scooted right under, and all of a sudden there was the goal. And Curl raised her arm. She wasn't sure. She just saw a buck in the net and was ready to celebrate. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> As Coach Johnson said the pregame, first goal will be huge in this game. Always is, but he said, especially in a game like this, there's a shot there from the far point, a redirect opportunity. Back to Helgeson, near point, she'll hold it. Scoots it down to Wozniewicz in the left corner, Wisconsin going to work. Wozniewicz, top of the left wing circle, whips one in, a little wide to the left. Now Choback sliding over to the far side part of the net. Comfer was looking for a wraparound opportunity. Canceled out, though, by St. Cloud. And Gentry will bring it slowly up ice, knock it down to the near corner on a dump and a line change. Wrapped around the boards now to the neutral ice. Taken there by St. Cloud. Trying to push it forward is Bulger. She's able to muscle it back to the Wisconsin side. Helgeson picks it up. She'll put on the brakes. Some snow sprays up here. Guides it over to the near side. And Kotlowski settles it for Wisconsin. Up ahead to Edwards. Little touch there by Eden. They'll say that is clean. Wisconsin now in a dump and trying to go after it with some forechecking. Under 12 to go in the first. Six shots on goal for the Badgers. St. Cloud State has not had Cronish make a save yet. Give credit to the Badger defense there is moving in was Newland, and before she could get it over towards the Badgers goalie, the defense stripped her the buck and brought it up. And an offside called here on Edwards and on Eden. That was close. Guess the foot was maybe raised over the blue line, and Eden looks up at the rafters and skates off ice. It was never correct right with the offside call with you and Emily Clark whenever they just get you guys off an inch linesman always missed it by just a little bit oh always yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so many that we always wonder what would have happened on some of those uh, two-on-ones that you guys had and they'll blow that whistle it always make me laugh because we'd, we'd make it back to the bench and be like was I offsides or were you offsides <laughs> there you go going through everybody now settled down by the Badgers pass over to O'Brien near circle little extra pass not a bad idea but eats up O'Brien and now it's back to center and O'Brien will recollect gives it up to Sophie Shirley little touch on her stick 
She'll slide up against Geyer. Now played back in the defensive side for Wisconsin. Wheeler gets, oh, a huge shoulder to the boards. I guess we'll keep playing on here. This is physical, and the refs are letting them play. As long as you call it even, Wisconsin doesn't mind some physicality, but that was pretty hard shoulder into the boards. There's a shot on goal for St. Cloud State, and Cronish gets that first save under her belt, which a goalie likes that, right? You like getting that first one, get a little touch of the puck. Yeah, those are the ones you hope kind of hit you right in the chest and uh, make you feel good about where you are and your positioning in the net. And for Cammie, it was, it was right on her, and she looked like she squeezed that pretty tight there. Face off will be to her left. Again, our broadcast partner tonight is Annie Pankowski. A treat to have her on the call. Annie, you've done some TV, but you said first radio. Yeah, first time on the radio. Well, you sound great, and you're making it easy for us. I can talk about hockey all day long. It's And especially about this team, and especially on a night like this. Again, if you're just joining us, this is still the bowl. We're at the Kohl Center, not Lebon. And trying to get as many people in the seats as we can, try and tie that attendance record. Far circle shot goes off a stick. That was Britta Curl who put that one up, and it goes into the netting. So we'll do a face-off, and then she kind of tumbles over a little something in the ice, maybe, right in front of the student section. They'll let her off easy. Face-off will be to the left of Choback, the St. Cloud State goaltender. It's really fun to watch KK Harvey come in as a, as a young defenseman and just how, how skilled she is and how well she can see the ice is really fun to watch. And I hope there's some young girls, you know, high school age, middle school age, that are watching a defender like KK and, and seeing the skill that she has. It, it's really exciting to see, especially for her young career here. Going to get a trip called here on St. Cloud State as Wozniewicz goes down, touched there by the Huskies, and we'll get our first power play. Yeah, K.K. Harvey, I mean, a freshman, and what a freshman campaign that she's had. I wanted to talk about this. I mean, 30 points so far, which is five behind Carrie Weiland and 14 behind Sis Paulson's rookie record as a defenseman of 44. I never thought that record would come close to getting touched. And here she is sitting at 30 with still three weekends left in the regular season. Harvey's season's been remarkable. For sure, and it's not just these points she's putting up. If you're watching her play, I mean, she just has such an incredible vision and touch on the puck. She, it, It's just, it's so fun to watch. I mean, she just, you know, put a saucer pass through the middle and, and hit Britta Curl to go in on two-on-one. I mean, she's just that astute with the game. Wisconsin wins the draw, the power play, and La Montilla barely holds the zone. Now Wisconsin goes to work with O'Brien. Power play here, first one of the game that was a Ross tripping. Came at exactly the 10-minute mark, halfway through this first. Far circle there for the Badgers to curl now underneath the end line. Right back, one-timer blast, and that one, I believe, went off of a St. Cloud State stick. Going to stick with it here in that far circle. Now near side, there's O'Brien trying to pick that top left corner. Wisconsin still in the offensive zone, 9.30 to go in the first, 30 seconds in the man advantage. Far circle, that shot gets muted. It was off the stick of Eden. Badgers, though, La Montilla holds that far point. Wisconsin keeps the offensive pressure. A little more room here in this Cole Center offensive zone, and you see Wisconsin enjoying that. Far circle, moving it in, now underneath the end line, goes under the stick of Curl. She'll slap her stick on the ice in frustration, and a full clear down the ice, and that also means got to go a lot farther now to go get that puck on this lake of the Cole Center and go regain, and second unit will come on for the Badgers halfway through their power play. Yeah, it's a totally different feel when there's this much room on the ice especially if you're killing. You don't want to get dragged out too far because that's when you run into trouble. Wisconsin struggling to get out of their defensive side. Good work by the four-checking Huskies. Now they'll do it again. Gentry turns around and punches it down ice. They've called the junior's name Emma Gentry quite a bit here in this first period. She's been good, and Wisconsin will 
try and set this up again. 30 seconds to work on their power play. Eight and a half left in a scoreless first. It's hard to get a power play goal if you can't get in the zone. No, it's and it feels it's got to be like a long way to try and get there. But here they are now, and we'll see what they can do with this second power play unit. Wheeler goes to the midpoint. There's Harvey. She'll send one in. That one got all the way through and then hit a stick at the last second. Goes wide left. Picked up there by St. Cloud State. And now Lind, their captain out of Saskatchewan, will move it up ice and gets the full clear. Lind came back last week for the Huskies. Was just on the bench, more of a morale boost, but good to see her getting back on and recovering from her injury. Back to Anasaki here as the Badgers go 0 for 1 on the power play. In the slot, there's going to go in and out of the glove of Choback. Then she recovers as Woznovich was bearing down on her. Will stay scoreless, 7.50 to go in the first. That's going to be a momentum boost for uh, St. Cloud State, having just having killed off that penalty, especially in, in the first period. Uh, that's, a, that's a big momentum turn for them. Special teams favor St. Cloud in this game, seventh in the country, power play ninth in defense. Wisconsin 29th in the power play, 15th on the penalty kill. So Badgers, you like that power play opportunity, but you got to take advantage of it. And the Huskies have been good this season on that. Chance there by the Badgers may have hit that far post. Didn't hear it, but it looked like it maybe hit it flush. Back to the other side. Now we go for the Badgers. Seven and a half to go in the first. Nine to two shots on goal in favor of Wisconsin, but neither team has lit the lamp yet. Through the neutral zone, Wisconsin comes in. There's Woznovich, guns it over the top, making the goaltender think about it a little. To the near circle now, it settles down. We'll see if Wisconsin can corner. They're trying to work a line change on the fly. They're going to bring Enright Picard off the ice. Allows St. Cloud to get ahead of steam here with Ross, and then they lose it at neutral. Wisconsin gets an angled pass up, and she's onside here as Casey O'Brien sends in. Little knuckleballer. Showback's able to fight it off with the blocker. Now Helgeson, she'll walk it in near circle. Tries to go through Ross, but gets her stick on it. Back over to Helgeson, near circle. Settle down outside the hash marks. Some youngsters pounding on the glass as the players fly by, and Ross gives it off to a teammate in St. Cloud State clears that zone. It's really shocking to hear those power play and penalty kill statistics for both teams. I mean, I would love to see Wisconsin jump up there from 25, but but how good for St. Cloud State to, to be so dominant at special teams? Yeah. Last five to ten years. Defensive zone right now for St. Cloud. Wisconsin trying to work it offensively, but the passing not clean, and yet the bad pass for Borgeray of St. Cloud State allows Jungles to hold the zone, and we'll see if Wisconsin can get the puck and then work it offensively. There's a chance for Sims, tried to strip it away from Borgeray, and now they'll give it up ahead to Newley. They'll guide it off to the near circle, and there's a chance for Borgeray, and sticked aside by the Badgers goaltender, and now Wisconsin coming back in transition. Here's Layla Edwards, the long strides, near circle, she'll rip one, goes off the blocker of Choback, the goaltender, down to the near corner. 5.43 left has done. Also, their other goaltender, Ahola, they have kept St. Cloud State in most games this season. They've done that in the early going. A couple of Badgers collide there with a St. Cloud State player between them. Everybody's all right. Come back to K.K. Harvey. She's going to swat one in, golfed at near point. That one hits off either own teammate or Ross defensively. Curl trying to go with the body against another Husky player. Curl... Trying to hold the zone for all she can. Puck spins out. Now right back to Curl. Here she goes. One on nothing with the goaltender. Back in. That's the Britta Curl shift as she's stuck with it. Helps force a turnover. Gets it back. Beats the goaltender. Wisconsin leads one to nothing. Yeah, what a great goal by Britta Curl. I thought it was... Uh... 
I think it was Wheeler maybe who set her up and gave her that pass down on the back door, but what a great finish by Britta. You know, in true Britta fashion, she scores in a fill the bowl game. So he's got a knack for those clutch big moments and beautifully done. Got that pass and didn't rush it. One on nothing with the goaltender. Moved across the net to the backhand, sends that one in. And that was Jesse Comfer, they'll say, Annie, who gets the assist on that. We'll see if they get a secondary tally. Thinking about an offside challenge, but it looked really clean. The puck came back to the blue line. Referee was right on it. Linesman was right on it. Yeah, they're going to look at offside. They must be challenging an earlier play because the initial play, right, like right before the pass over, from the beautiful pass from Comfort, that was definitely not out of the zone. Fans, as you can hear, don't love it. But we'll uh, see if they give us the replay on the big board. The puck kind of fluttered over towards the blue line, but I thought it was held in and quickly sent right back to Curl. So we'll see here. It's not a bad challenge. One to nothing, Wisconsin leads. 5.06 left in the first. We'll see if this Jesse Comfort to Britta Curl goal stands. Whether it stands or not, though, I mean, Curl has got that physical ability. That combination, it's lethal. Yeah, she's, she's definitely got that finesse and that ability with her big reach and big body. She can move that puck, you know, crease to crease, and especially on the guys, you know, it feels just that much further, and, and sometimes that's all you need is just two or three more inches, and, and the net opens up. I don't remember. Do you remember the 2017 game or the games get to be a blur? Because if you do remember, I mean, did you feel like you had a little extra time and space? Did you notice that on the ice? Yeah, for sure. And I mean, St. Cloud plays on a bigger ice every t every time. That's their home rink, so they're used to it. But um, it definitely, you, you, it's surprising. You expect pressure to be on you faster, and it's not. And, and sometimes, like, you have more room to walk in, and you don't take advantage of it because you're not used to having it. So it's definitely a different, a different. Wisconsin's look comfortable so far. We'll see. I think they're going to announce it. We got the mic all set up with the referee. No goal, play offside. All right, so still a party here, but it's a big celebration. Wipe that goal off the board. We'll go back to no score. 5.30 left in the first. Huh, I'm really surprised. That must have been a play earlier on the initial zone entry than uh, a question of whether that puck stayed in or not. Would have been fun to see the replay. They didn't give that to us on the big board, so we'll uh, go with the referees. No goal, and we'll play on here. So back to the neutral zone, picked up there by St. Cloud. I think if you're the Huskies now, you're afraid it gives them a little boost because you're looking at a one to nothing deficit. You're right back to no score, and we'll see if this gives them a little extra jump in their step. For sure. Underneath the end line for Shayla Edwards of the Badgers, trying to work it out of their side. Goes up a little too far out ahead, and that'll be paddled by Wolf for St. Cloud State back to the far corner. Edwards to go again, retrieve for the Badgers. Little touch there, and then going head over heels. That's going to be a trip, and the Badgers are going to get on an extra attacker here, Elvises it. Now Cronish will come off, and Wisconsin will see if they can set up with the extra attacker. Trip called on St. Cloud State in the delayed whistle. Chance for O'Brien, come back to the far circle. Shot there, too much traffic in front. Comes back, here's La Montilla. Oh, she just fanned on the shot. This will be touched by the Huskies. And there's your whistle, 4.35 left in the first. Wisconsin goes right back in the power play with another tripping called on St. Cloud State. This time it's on Emma Gentry. It'll be interesting to see what Wisconsin's going to do differently on this power play than the first field. They got their first unit, you know, got a, got a little bit of a look, and that second unit struggled to get out. So I'm curious to see how this first unit's going to respond to, you know, that first, that first go-around. We said Wisconsin 
Only 154 for their power play percentage. St. Cloud State, an 876 save percentage. Referee adjusting the clock to get four. Got 35 right now on the clock, 435. This will be tripping. It's one thing that is fun about the Cole Center. You get the referees on that mic, and it's something that I know has been discussed. Trying to do that as many rinks as possible, I think it adds to the fans. It makes it a little easier for those of us trying to sometimes pour up here and we're trying to decipher what exactly is going on. Coach looks confused. I don't feel as bad because if he's not getting it, can't blame us all the way up here. Got another conversation between a referee and linesman. Coach Johnson, as we said, he's confused right now, trying to understand what exactly the deal is. Right, two minutes tripping. I think they're trying to get Britta Curl to go in the box. I think they're calling a four on four here. I think that's why everybody's confused. So on this, right now on the, yeah, I think you're exactly right, Andy. So Toft comes off and then she gets put back. Was it too many players on the ice? I think that might be the call actually because I did see them take a sharp U-turn. I think they did have seven on there for a second. Okay, so they're gonna send Layla Edwards to the box. And there you go, okay. So we're gonna have a little four on four because you have the two minute trip on Gentry and then Layla Edwards will serve the too many players on the ice penalty. So face off still in the offensive zone for the Badgers. Comfort won it clean, but so clean she sent it over to Lind by St. Cloud State, so they will come up ice. And a big ice, she just got bigger now with only four skaters inside. There's a shot and St. Cloud State scores. That was redirected right in front of Cronish, and she didn't even see it go in. I don't even think uh, that the goal scorer, I think that, is that 91? It's going to be 81 Newland who leads the line, but you think it got redirected. Yeah, I don't even think she, know that that, she knew that that went in after she shot it. She was skating to the corner to find it, and it was in the back of the net. Well, hockey's a funny game, right? You think you're up one to nothing. Big celebration. They wipe that off the board. Then you think you're going on a power play. Then they call you for too many players on the ice, and now you're down... One to nothing, 424 left in the first after out shooting St. Cloud State before that last shot, 11 to 3. Well, that was a quick change of events. So we'll see if the crowd can stick in this year. And again, we're going to continue to play on with a shot there. It's going to be a save for Cronish. So four on four continues for the next 136. I think Wisconsin has more speed than the Huskies, so this should favor the Badgers. But give credit to Newland as she came up ice quickly. Right now they are giving her the goal, but we'll see if they alter that because that did look like it was redirected in. Usually a player is going to follow up a shot if they think it's close, but she was, as you said, Annie, moving to the corner, and then she looked up and started to celebrate. Andrews have to go retrieve it in the far corner. KK Harvey a touch-up to Sophie Shirley. It'll be taken away by Lynn. She'll skate it back to neutralize, and then a whistle, an arm raise, and what do we have here? It's going to be an interference on St. Cloud. All right, so a collision there between O'Brien and Ross. I feel like O'Brien's gotten hit a number of times in this game. And so here we go. He got 103 with an extra penalty interference called on Dale Ross. That is Ross's second penalty of this contest. 338 left in the first. And this will be a little more interesting now. We got four on three hockey. It's a lot of space out there this now. We thought there space. was before, but now seven players on the ice total. I mean, that's there's going to be lots of real estate out there. All right, Wisconsin going to have last change here, so they'll bring off Shayla Edwards. 
And you're going to bring on Sims, O'Brien, and then Comfer and Lamontia on the back end of this thing. And it's nice. you got a minute three to work, minute oh three to work with for this four on three. We'll see if they can take advantage. They lose the draw and a full clear down the ice for St. Cloud State. And it is a slow clear. Cronish taps it off to Lamontia. We'll see how quickly Wisconsin can skate up ice. O'Brien, head manning pass up to Sims. She'll put on the brakes, now stops. Tangled up with Newland a little bit. The Badgers now offensively. Four on three for the next 40 seconds. O'Brien passes it over, far circle, right back to O'Brien. High slot, there's going to be Comper. She takes a whack, and that one goes off of the stick of Geyer for St. Cloud State. I think it would have been wide anyway, and Newland will finish it off in a full clear. Wisconsin goes to retrieve. 24 seconds left in this four-on-three for the Badgers before we'll go back to four-on-four. Four. Off to that far circle side, come back towards the goaltender. Plays back over to the far corner in Sims. Off to the far circle, Wisconsin, 10 seconds for the four-on-three. Played back to the midpoint, Comfer right back to the far circle. See if Wisconsin can get a shot off here. They're just passing it between Comfer and that far circle side. Now pass over to O'Brien. Moves in, gives it off. There's Comfer, takes a shot, redirect, and oh, by the time it was caught on the stick of O'Brien, she was back behind the cage. Off to the near corner, now turn around, and it's going to be sent out by St. Cloud State. So let me correct it here. It's going to be five-on-four now for the power play for the next 40 seconds for the Badgers in the traditional man advantage. Off to the near point. There's K.K. Harvey, steps off offensively. I got to say, Annie, I'm up here, and I'm just wanting to see them take a few more shots. For sure, yeah. I mean, it's it's weird positioning when you get a little too far outside with all that extra space, but I want to see them try to, you know, fight for that net front. You, it's there's a, there's a lot of shots coming from the periphery that aren't really great A opportunities and good scoring chances, so I want to see them try to step into that space a little more. Here's Eden near circle. She can rip it. She's going to dust the puck, though. Now angles it off to the end line and gets it poke-checked over the near corner by Lind. Four seconds, three seconds. That is going to do it for Wisconsin. A four-on-three and five-on-four opportunity. And Wisconsin has not cashed in on any of these power play chances. Up to K.K. Harvey, though. Here she goes right in the slot. Knifes her way through a couple of Huskies. Gets sent down to the ice. She's got her palm raised up. Thought that could be called interference. 122 to go in the first. St. Cloud State leading Wisconsin here at the Kohl Center for Phil the Bowl. one to nothing. Defensive side now for St. Cloud. Is part of this, Annie, that you have that extra time and space, so you're thinking, let me just try and work for a little bit better shot, and you end up kind of skating yourself out of a lane. Exactly. You hang on to the puck just a little bit too long or think you might have you know, a couple more inches to work with when you might not. When you might not. Kind of overthink a little bit. When you're at LeBron, you don't have any time to think. You just got to play. But out here, you notice you have a little more room, and you pass up some shots. And If I've heard Coach Johnson have a press conference, he usually talks about shooting the puck a lot. Scottson has done that at times in this period, but some of the power plays, they've spent a little too much time passing and skating. That's going to be a Woznovich either shot or pass that goes up into the netting off the St. Cloud State stick. Stops it at 40 seconds left in the first. Yeah, I mean, we used to talk about all the time, what's that kill shot? What's that kill shot going to be on the power play when you're walking into the zone? And sometimes it's not. And, uh, you play that delicate balance of, you know, if you're standing there looking at the goalie one-on-one, -on -one, like, do you have the kill shot or does, your, does the neighbor next door, like, one, one pass over have it? So I think they got to find that balance and also work a little harder, be a little greedier for that, for that kill shot. Your corner right now for Wisconsin offensively. They win the draw in the offensive zone. We'll see if they can cash in here. 29 seconds to work in the first. They're down one zip. Turnaround chance. Oh, and a backdoor opportunity, and it slid right past Sims, but she was in that right spot. 
some of that good real estate in that near side part of the net. Now it's over the near half wall. Players trying to joust it free. It moves forward to Gentry for St. Cloud, and they will clear it from their zone. Ten seconds left in the first. Gentry back the other way. Trying to get canceled out by Jungles. Good pressure there by Vivian Jungles. The Badgers comes in the near corner. Three seconds. Back over the circle. Angled over the boards. Thought that could maybe be a trip. Some fans out in front raise their arms. That'll do it for the first 20. Wisconsin dominating early. More even in the middle. Then it looked like Wisconsin scored. That was canceled because of an offside call. And then as the Badgers thought they had another power play chance and said it goes four on four. St. Cloud State scores the goal. Kind of hard to believe you outshot them 13 to 6. But you went 0 for 3 on those power plays and you have a 1-0 deficit going into the intermission. Yeah, I really liked how St. Cloud played. I mean, I think they played very consistent and I don't think they got too high, they got too low. They just kind of kept to their game and uh, it's pretty evident after they scored, you know, they just kind of keep that kept that consistent pressure and I think Wisconsin was a little up, a little down, a little up, a little down. So I want to see them be a little bit more emotionally consistent and also have a little bit more grit going into the second period. Coming up during our first intermission, we'll take a look at full stats and we'll also have a chance to uh, hear from co-director of Learn to Skate with Madison Ice Inc., Kate Larson. That is who the Badgers partnered with in the nonprofit for this Fill the Bowl. Wisconsin always partners with a nonprofit for Fill the Bowl and Learn to skate all about getting young players out on the ice early, which we get to see right now. The Mighty Mites out here entertaining the crowd. So we'll go to break. We'll come back with our interview. Again, the Badgers trailing St. Cloud State 1-0. This is Badger Women's Hockey. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Producer is Sean Preble, Reed Magnum along with you, and Annie Pankowski, Badger legend, joining us on the broadcast for Wisconsin's Fill the Bowl. But the Badgers are trailing St. Cloud State 1-0 as we're in our first intermission. One of the Mighty Mites team just scored a goal, so crowd went crazy for that. As we talked about with Fill the Bowl, you partner with a nonprofit, and in this case, it is Madison Ice, Inc. and their Learn to Skate program, which Kate Larson is the co-director of, trying to get gently used or new hockey equipment donated to the program to help people out, also raise some funds for it. So a couple days ago via Zoom got a chance to catch up with Kate Larson, learn all about Madison Icing and the Learn to Skate program. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No so, Kate, Madison Ice Inc., if you would, overall, what's the mission of the organization? Madison Icing is a 5013C nonprofit that we're dedicated to providing skating opportunities to anyone and everyone who is interested. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So as a nonprofit, I think that's important for people to realize you guys are not trying to make money off of this in terms of a profit. Obviously, it takes money to run an organization, but you guys want to be involved in so many different things. And I think something that's also important to hit on is this isn't just youth hockey. This is high school, adult leagues, and even figure skating clubs. So if it involves ice, it seems like you guys are involved with it. Yes, we um, have so many different user groups that use our eyes. We try to provide skiing opportunities and lessons to as many people as possible. If you look at our schedule, we're usually booked from 6 a.m. to 11 p.m. every night. <laughs> Something we were talking about before we started recording, Kate, was the fact that if you want to kick a soccer ball around, you can do that most places. If you want to play basketball, you just need a hoop. Ice is not easy to come by, even in a cold state like Wisconsin. There's not just an unlimited amount of ice. And even on top of that, ice that has had a Zamboni go over it and has cleaned it up and all of those different things. So I think it's something that if you're new to an ice sport, you don't always realize it's tough to get practice time, which is obviously Mm -hmm. critical to anybody trying to develop their skills. Yeah, exactly. That's why we're so dedicated to providing as many different types of skiing opportunities as we can, including our learn to ski program. We have sled hockey, adaptive hockey, um, an adaptive learn to skate program that has really blew up the past year. But on top of also being able to have the ice available to do these programs, we have to make sure that the equipment is available as well. You can go to a different sporting goods store and get ice skates. They're not necessarily the right kind of ice skates, and they're not cheap either to come across. So by providing um, the equipment needed here, it just takes it makes it easier for people to get on the ice. Again, this is Kate Larson with Madison Icing, co-director of Learn to Skate. And that's what's been really cool about Fill the Bowl. So prior to tonight's game, Badgers give back, collected, gently used, or new hockey equipment for you guys. And really, for people that did donate, that ever want to donate, can you give us some insight, Kate? How is the equipment dispersed? There's so many kids in need. We have so many different programs available. We have adaptive programs where we provide rental skates for not only the adaptive kids, but also for their friends and family for the opportunity to learn learn to skate with them. Um, And then also sled hockey. That program is constantly growing. We're constantly looking for new sleds, new equipment, the gloves, the helmets, everything needed to fix the pucks to be able to get on the ice and have the full experience for the sled hockey teams. Something that's been really fun to watch on the women's side is the growth of the sport over the last, especially the last 10 years. And something I've heard, whether it's coaches, whether it's referees, they talk about the reason of the growth is because kids are getting to try this and specifically girls are getting to try this at younger and younger levels. And it has to be neat for you when you see somebody out there the first time, a little wobbly, and then the second, third, 20th time. But it's giving kids Mm -hmm. an opportunity at the youngest age possible to get them to grow into the sport. That has to be gratifying for you. Oh, it's the coolest thing to see. We have kids. I think the youngest skater I've ever seen in our program was a year and nine months old. We have a learned to 
or a child and top, a parent and top program that people can come participate in, where the parents can be on the ice with their young skaters and be a part of a journey of learning to take those first steps across the ice and then watch them continue to grow, whether or not they go out to play hockey and score their very first goal or land their axle or just continue learning how to skate and providing the opportunity to other people as well. Well, a few more for you, Kate. How did you guys connect with Wisconsin, the Badgers, and being involved with Fill the Bowl? We have a couple different connections with them. We have Jackie Davenport, who comes, um, she used to be an instructor here too, but she has her kids come skate. Right now we have the women's hockey coach bring her kids to learn to skate. Um, and then Caitlin, who I just talked to, is friends with Alicia, who's my co-director. So somewhere along those lines, where names got picked for this incredible event, and we're so excited to be a part of it and to have this opportunity. Very, very cool. Well, if somebody wants to give, they want to donate, whether that's financial, used equipment, some new equipment, what's the easiest way for them to do that? The easiest way for them, the easiest thing for them to do is go to our website, massandicing.com. We are currently hosting a GoFundMe to raise money for some new equipment we need to keep our rinks cold and running to keep providing all these opportunities for people to skate. Um, if you go straight to your website, it's the first thing that pops up. Well, guys, they have at MadisonIcing.com, they've got scholarship opportunities, all of those different things. So, Kate, thanks so much for this and for all you do for uh, the community with Madison Icing. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Again, that is Kate Larson, co-director of Learn to Skate with Madison Ice, Inc. And so, Annie, when you were little, when did you first skate? How old were you? Do you know? Uh, my parents tell me I was about four years old, but I think if you ask my brother, I think he put me in skates a little bit earlier. And uh, it was mostly rollerblades, um, and they were definitely hand-me-downs. I think we've seen women's hockey particularly grow in talent over these years because it's younger girls getting that chance, but hockey equipment is not cheap. Ice is not easy to come by, even in cold weather climates. So it's neat to see Wisconsin partner with a program like that. Fans coming, bringing new or gently used equipment, trying to give kids that opportunity. If you get out there and you get bit by the hockey bug, it can become a lifelong sport. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and it definitely proves to show how important, um, you know, putting women's hockey on the radio, putting women's hockey on TV, just getting that exposure out there it's a social media that's driving you know the younger generation to to see these girls and say hey that's cool i want to do that too um and and even on the reverse side of the badgers bringing up this organization and kind of drawing attention to it is going to be really great for the community who knows some of those mighty mites could be future badgers at uh, some point in the future we're in our first intermission wisconsin trailing st cloud state one to nothing that is despite really dominating in a lot of the statistics, and we'll dive into those stats when we return. This is Badger Women's Hockey. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Back at the Toll Center, filled the bowl. Wisconsin, eighth-ranked team of the country, trailing one to nothing against 14th-ranked St. Cloud State. Welcome into the intermission. Got a couple minutes left before the teams come back out on the ice. Coaches slowly walking back to their benches. Let's take a look at those first-period stats. Plenty to talk about here as both teams getting power play opportunities. Uh, 
first power play chance came from a Dale Ross tripping on St. Cloud State. That came at the 10-minute mark. Bucky is currently standing on his head on the ice. That is why the fans are going wild. 4.35 then, Emma Gentry gets called for a tripping on St. Cloud State. Wisconsin thought they had a power play until the referee said, no, Wisconsin had too many players on the ice. So it went to four on four, and that is when Newland scores at the 4.24 mark with a power play. Dale Ross and Tatum Geyer with the assist, and Wisconsin find themselves down one to nothing. And then Dale Ross got called for an interference. Wisconsin could not take advantage of four on five on four. Wisconsin officially 0 for 3 on the man advantage. The Huskies 0 for 1. Wisconsin outshot St. Cloud State 13 to 6 in that first period, but in faceoffs lost that 11 to 7. And that is one area, Andy, I've seen in some of these games. Wisconsin off that faceoff dot. Sometimes it's not winning faceoffs. Sometimes it's not winning key power play faceoffs. We saw a number of times where. A face-off loss, and it got a full clear for St. Cloud. Yeah, for sure. And, and the face-off is one of those, you know, set 50-50 battles that really set the precedent of, of the grit that's going to come from either side. And, um, you know, you certainly want that face-off percentage in your favor. It just goes to show how hard uh, the, the outside wingers are working to get that puck, not only the centers to, to you know, tactically win a face-off, but how hard to, to touch that puck right after the draw. So uh, it it's a, it's a great stat to just kind of show which side is, is winning those 50-50s. Fans look at the centermen and say, you've got to do better. But to your point, sometimes it's those wingers that actually have to step up and read those a little bit better. When you look at the shots for Wisconsin, and no two shots for the Badgers. A bunch of players with two, a number of players with one shot on goal. So that has been uh, very much dispersed in terms of the shots, which potentially is a good sign. Let's do a little scoreboard watching here. You've got third-ranked Minnesota hosting top-ranked Ohio State. This was a 3-1 Minnesota lead. Ohio State just scored, so 13-25 left in the third. It's a good one. Minnesota leading the Buckeyes 3-2. Other games that have gone final in overtime. Seventh-ranked Minnesota Duluth got past Minnesota State and Mankato 4-3. And St. Thomas went to Bemidji and shut them out. 3 to nothing. So everybody involved in WCHA this afternoon, now this evening. We're about ready to drop the puck on period number two here. Again, Wisconsin, those home white uniforms. St. Cloud State, dark red, black sweaters, breezers, white numerals on the back. Switch sides, Wisconsin will defend the goal to our left. 1-0, the Badgers trailing against the Huskies. Puck drops. Wisconsin wins that faceoff, and the second period is underway. Shayla Edwards will come along that near side neutral zone board, rifle it off the end wall. Karam's back to a Husky, now played over that far side and taken there by Lind of St. Cloud State. She'll put her head down. B lines up the ice, far circle, gives it off. Look out, backhanded chance in and out of the glove for Cronish. And sticking with that is the Huskies, trying to clean it up is Shayla Edwards for the back against the boards by Hall, top line right winger. Defenseman going back and forth, La Montilla with Edwards. St. Cloud State forecheck at times has given the Badgers fits too. Wisconsin clean on side though. Here's O'Brien far circle. Trying to go over to Sophie Shirley right in front of the net. Comes back over behind the net to O'Brien to the near corner now. Looks like O'Brien and Shirley weren't exactly on the same page. Both players went to that left wing. Comes underneath the cage again. That'll be taken by Wolf for St. Cloud. And she'll race up. Got a Badger behind her. Wozniewicz interrupts it at neutralize for the Badgers. They'll re-enter the offensive side. Here is Britta Curl backhanded. Only Gentry there for the other way. A minute six into the second. Shot there goes off the stick of Wisconsin's goaltender, Cammie Cronish. 
Off to the near neutral zone boards now, and Jesse Kopfer will build up ahead of Badgerstein. To the near circle, button hooks back to the hash marks. Drop pass off to KK Harvey. She'll whip one in there. Boy, she's got extra mustard on that shot. Jungles over skates at the blue line for Wisconsin. And everybody has to touch up as they go retrieve. I think the thing that makes KK Harvey so dangerous is that she doesn't look like she's going to shoot the puck. I don't even know if she's sure she's going to shoot the puck. And then she just fires it off at, at, at a remarkable speed and some really great accuracy as well. Our circle there, Wisconsin right in front of the blue ice, trying to poke that in, then losing it is Comfer behind the cage. Wisconsin started off this game with some extra fire, and they've started off this second period two minutes in. Wisconsin has been aggressive offensively. They re-enter their offensive zone here. There's Layla Edwards, a blast that she got that interrupted from a couple of Huskies in her wake. Now Edwards zips it right back to the midpoint, and Helgeson just a little late in getting there, so she'll go... Recoil back with Kotlowski, and she'll send a head manning pass. Trying to hit Eden. That was 10 feet in front of her, and that'll be an icing call on the Badgers. 2.21 into our second. Still one zip, St. Cloud State. If I had to guess, I feel like the message in the locker room from Coach Johnson would have been, you know, go to your feet first. And I think the Badgers know that they're, they're a faster skating team than St. Cloud, and, and they didn't quite show it in that last period. I think... The St. Cloud did a great job of slowing them down, standing right in the in the lanes that the Badgers wanted to be in, but they really took advantage this last you know two or three minutes of just going right back to their feet and keeping the game simple. Go back credit to the goaltender for St. Cloud. She's looking good tonight, and goaltenders have been good this year. It's something Coach Johnson mentioned in the pregame. Goaltenders, they've gotten some good goaltending by both their goaltenders, have the Huskies this season. Back to the blue line and up and out for St. Cloud State. Savar goes to Hall. She'll slowly finesse it down to the far corner. A line change here for St. Cloud, who the Huskies looking pretty comfortable on this big sheet of ice as Annie Rush period. They play on a bigger sheet of ice up in St. Cloud. This will be, I believe, an icing call again on Wisconsin as that got past everybody. They look comfortable on this bigger sheet, and we'll see how that continues to progress as this game goes. That was an icing call on Wisconsin, so they got to lock that door and figure out who was on the ice. They'll go reset the five they think was on. I don't know how the linesmen do that with the <laughs> trying to pick players off the ice. And I know you guys are hiding behind your teammates. Oh, so Trying sneaky. to get air. For sure. A little water. and No, that wasn't me out there. I think you have me confused with this player. Sent down ice on a full dump here for the Badgers. They get that line change they needed off that icing. 16.42 left in the set. A lot of hockey left, but you'd like to see Wisconsin even this thing up. They've dominated through different parts of this out-shooting St. Cloud 13-8. Give the Huskies credit, though. They've narrowed that margin. Far circle now, trying to put it out right in front in the centering pass, but only St. Cloud State players are bent in, and a good idea by Scribner, but Wisconsin sticks with it defensively in La Montilla. Now back to the far circle, turn around to the corner. Picked up there, and St. Cloud State going to work offensively. Lind will send that right back to Newland. She'll come off to the far corner. Headed along to the far circle, come back out to the blue line. Trying to look for a little space. Good defense there, though, stepping up in Wisconsin. Sophie Shirley caused it to go back into center, so they'll send it in on a delayed offside, and everybody touches up and goes for a line change for St. Cloud. Wisconsin just barely gets it out of their zone there. Comes back to the blue line in the Badger offensive side, but right away sniffed off by Himlerova. And the far neutral zone board sent in, and Wisconsin defensively right back to try and break through the four-checking Huskies. Four and a half into our second period. Wisconsin down one to nothing. Shayla Edwards goes off the ice looking tired for Wisconsin defensively. 
St. Cloud State looking to work it back the other way as Savar going to send it over to the far side part. Come back over the blue line. Look out here now moving it in far circle. There's going to be Hall put it right through the blue ice. Thankfully didn't have an angle. Good job by Wisconsin's goaltender Cronish to come out and make it go wide, but that was dangerous. Now Wisconsin back the other way. Harvey, far circle, drops it off. Shot goes over everybody. And it comes down to the near circle. Some of these, Annie, you played. I've just watched games, but I'd try and go for the skates and try and get a rebound opportunity. I mean, Choback is not missing much, and some of these high shots are going a little too high. For sure, but sometimes you walk into that slot and all you can see is that top right corner, you and it looked it. really, really you good. Far corner there. Curl, she's one who can snipe it. Comes back to the far half wall. Badger's not quite on the same page there. It was angled down. One player coming off. This is going to allow St. Cloud to get it out. Back to neutral ice. K.K. Harvey, though, reads it beautifully for Wisconsin defensively. Causes a turnover, and then the pass goes off her skate as she's going to the bench. And it's back to the near neutral zone boards, and Himlarova trying to get it around a couple of Badgers. And Wisconsin finds it back behind their cage and swirled around to the far side, and this goes through everybody, comes down ice. There'll be no icing issue here. So that, I guess, does the job for Wisconsin. Not necessarily pretty. Then in the near side part of the cage, the puck just took an odd bounce and popped over to Eden. And from a foot away, sliding over and just making the save as Choback, Wisconsin inches away from tying it up. Yeah, that was a great save by Choback to see that that puck really did come back out that short side. Now Wisconsin numbers if they push it. Coming down the end line, nice pass and good idea there. Going low, but butterfly save from Woznovich over to Choback and continue to play on here with 13.35 to go in the second. Wisconsin still down one to nothing, but you feel like they're starting to get closer. For sure, you can feel that, that energy circling in each opportunity. You can feel the crowd, you know, sit a little closer to the edge of their seat and really get in this game. Now here's a chance for Sophie Shirley underneath the end line for the Badgers. Little stutter step goes over to that far corner. Picks it up there at the half wall. She's going to get closed off, though, and a nice pinch on both sides by a couple of Huskies. And it cancels her out in Scribner. Comes back the other way for St. Cloud. Underneath the end line, the Badgers trying to dig this one free. Comes back over, backhanded shot. Look out there. Goaltender Cronish didn't know exactly where it was. Comes back to the near dodge bullet. The Badgers are getting a little bit a little bit sloppy back there in their in their transition game. And uh, there's a couple uh, loose pucks that uh, I think if I was a St. Cloud forward, I'd, I'd really want to capitalize on. And I think that'll come back to haunt them a little bit. It can't be nonchalant trying to get that puck up and out of the zone. There's been times this year where I think Wisconsin defensively, they've looked a little too comfortable in some of those moments. I imagine for a goaltender, it's please get this away from the cage as quickly as possible. And it's caused some turnovers. Here's a turnover now. Look out, near circle. Chance for Savar goes right through everybody to the far corner, but that was another one of those passes that kind of just sent it where you figured someone would be, and Savar reads it and picks that off, and doesn't look like it'll cost Wisconsin anything, but to your point, as this game goes on, you can't get away with that. And I can't help but also think next week at Minnesota State, you're hosting Ohio State. Those teams will definitely make you pay for those mistakes. For sure, you're gonna, you don't want to leave that door open for dangerous forwards, for sure. Here's Comfer cycling around the boards, held in at the line. Now puck bounced down to the near corner. Picked up by Harvey. Nope, she loses that. Hall skates it out. Taken away, though, by Edwards of Wisconsin. So slowly move it around and sends that one off the boards. Fans starting to get a little antsy here as time keeps ticking. 11.37 left in the second, just down one. You can feel like these fans just wanting a reason to celebrate. Kotlowski will go regain the puck for... 
Wisconsin up ahead, Lacey Eden. Good pass, goes off the stick though of Eden. Comes back to the near corner, backhanded around. St. Cloud, they're gonna bring this up and out. No, Layla Edwards gets a stick on it. Can they cause the turnover? Scribner's able to hold with it though for St. Cloud. Gives it up to Gentry. She'll come in near circle. She's got some mustard on her shot. Frozen rope goes right into the bread basket of Wisconsin's Cronish and stops the clock at 11.09 left in the second. Still St. Cloud State 1, UW zip. Wisconsin gets last change, so three new players coming out slowly. It's funny to say that that you know the puck has a preferential side it bounces to, but right now I feel it's definitely getting those bounces. And and for Wisconsin, you know they get into those great A opportunities, and the puck just you know flips back over their stick and misses the net by just that much. And and I, it's it's just the way the game goes sometimes. No, and I think if you're saying Cloud, this is exactly what you wanted to dial up. You wanted to just try and get a lead if you could, but then just take the crowd out of it as much as possible. And I give them credit. They've done that so far. Wisconsin's had chances. Again, we thought Britta Curl and the team had scored in that first period. It was called for an offside that was pretty well before the play. They challenged it. They won the challenge. And then a couple of minutes later, St. Cloud put that goal up by, uh, by Newland. And that came at the uh, 424 mark left in the first. And since then, St. Cloud has really held their own. There's a chance there for Shayla Edwards. Somehow got through two skates of St. Cloud, two different players' skates, came over the goaltender, but again, show back right there and makes another save. I think that one might have gone five-hole wide. Yeah, that was, uh, I don't know how it quite saw there, but like you said, puck not bouncing the way of Wisconsin right now in the second period. Halfway mark of this game. 9.58 to go in the second. Wisconsin still down one nothing. There's a chance. Casey O'Brien puts it in. And that ate up the goaltender a bit, came off her stomach, her chest protector, popped down, and then she was able to cover it up as O'Brien was looking for a follow-up chance. But we stay with a zero on the board for Wisconsin. Some great chances by the Badgers in that offensive zone. It's, it's funny to say that, you know, with this big ice sheet, the speed really does matter. But once you get into the zone and you set up, it almost feels like a power play, and you lose that momentum and that ability to make speed a factor. Casey O'Brien, WCHA forward of the week. Backside linesman didn't like the drop. We'll redo it. Casey O'Brien, 12th different Badger to receive a weekly honor this season. Five-point weekend last weekend. Had four of those in game one. She's a special talent. Yeah, I really love watching her play. I mean, every time she steps on the ice, she just brings so much grit and passion and heart, and it's, it's clear to see even this far up. She's kind of sneaky sometimes. She gets into those great spots, and you're wondering how exactly do you let a Casey O'Brien-type player get that close to the goal, but... She just sort of picks her moment and then gets in there and seems to know where the puck's going to bounce. Here's a near circle chance for Lacey Eden. Nice idea, though, and a good effort by Geyer just to settle down and force that on a block. There was nothing Eden could do with it. The far corner now still in the offensive zone for Wisconsin. We'll see if they can cause a turnover. Sims trying to do it. Got a teammate helping her out to try and nudge it free. Ross just pinning it up against the boards for St. Cloud. Now it does move free. Couple players joust for it, and it will move out to Himmlerova, alternate captain, top line centerman for St. Cloud. They give it up to Hall, and they'll get that full dump down and get a line change. Nine minutes to go in the second. It is one to nothing, St. Cloud State. Jungles plays behind the puck now. She'll come around the cage, near side to far side, along that right ring. Drops it off to the near corner. Picked up there by St. Cloud's 
Bulger. Now they'll lose it. There's Britta Curl. Another shot. That one high and wide to the right. Misses everything. And as Greeny's talked about for years, if you miss everything, it oftentimes comes all the way back out to neutral ice, and it does there. Now Wisconsin trying to come right back in with Comfer and Woznovich. That'll get eliminated for a chance. We'll go back the other way. KK Harvey, those long strides. Trying to stick with it. Look out. Centering pass. That goes through everybody. Holding the zone off the bench, though. Good effort by Ross. Goes up into the netting off a shot. And we'll have a whistle and a faceoff, I believe, coming up in the Wisconsin zone. 8.15 to go in a second. Still St. Cloud up by a goal. This was the part of the first period, Annie, where penalties started to become a factor. We'll see if that plays itself out again in the second period. I really feel like the ice sheet's been tilted down into that uh, Wisconsin offensive zone. Although the bounces aren't going their way, they're just not connecting. They're just, you know, circling around the zone. They're, they haven't really felt like much of a threat this period yet, even though they've, they've dominated the play, they've controlled the puck. I want to see somebody go in for that, that goal-scoring shot. Coach is ducking out Cloud State, getting it out of their zone. Hit the glass zone, nobody in harm's way, comes back to the far corner. Off to Sophie Shirley, she'll lose that. St. Cloud State, they will get it out. It was touched by KK Harvey. That's going to eliminate any icing. They're going to call it anyway, but I believe that's a mistake. We'll take it. I thought KK Harvey touched that as it was coming out of the zone, but they didn't see it, so we'll do a face-off in the Husky side to the near circle. Going to move that to the far circle, actually. So 7.47 left in the second. Offensive zone face-off. The Badgers win it clean. Back to the blue line. To Kotlowski near point. Looks for an angle. Sends that in. Wounds Ross for St. Cloud State. Scottson sticking with it to the near corner. Back off to O'Brien. She's along that near circle. Taken away by Ross for the Huskies. Goes back behind her cage. Laid back to Ross. Tries to work it around. A four-checking wheeler for the Badgers. Off to the far boards. I give St. Cloud State credit. They do a nice job passing it around, and they break that forecheck. Yeah, I think they're doing a really great job, too. They might be playing a man, uh, not a man-on-man -man system, which a lot of women's hockey teams do. I think they're definitely playing zones, and it's a little bit different of a defense to look at for the Badgers. Wisconsin couldn't enter the zone. Is trying to get back and touch up was Lacey Eden. Now she can come back in. And if you would, Annie, break that down a little more for us so the man-to-man -man versus zone people might think of that in a basketball sense explain that in a hockey sense for sure man-on-man -man really favors those teams that can be fast look out here as Himmlerova gets it off to Hall two on one coming out and another defenseman save there is I think a back checking sim saved it for Wisconsin no that was La Montilla who came back the defenseman's able to make it and then look out there as Wisconsin's goaltender was out behind her cage came right back in front of the blue ice and the defenseman Baylor out of that Whew. Not pretty, but Wisconsin gets it done. Now Eden back the other way. Sims couldn't connect with her. And St. Cloud State will play it along the boards. Eden comes back out with it. Now Sims, she's going to move it down that line. Goes back, centering pass, shot, and no goal as it popped back out. And I think came back either off the glass or got stuck up in the goaltender. Either way, there was a couple of good chances there, but Wisconsin can't score. 6-16 left in the second. You said it best, the Bucks not bouncing the way of Wisconsin. Yeah, that was a great great shot there by Edwards in the slot. I think she just got, the uh, the goalie Chobach just got a piece of it and got sent it up into, it. The, into the netting. A great save at a point-blank range, but the Badgers are buzzing right now, knocking on that door. As I was saying earlier, that man-on-man that -man system really favors that team that can move fast and, and be skilled. And if you can beat your player, then you're looking at the net. But with the, man, with the zone system, you know, you really have to 
beat two people to get back to the net and get, and get that great A opportunity. So it makes it a little bit more difficult, especially if you're not used to seeing it. There's going to be Ross who came out of the ice, quickly got back onto the bench, and that could have been a too many players on the ice situation. They'll blow the whistle. And did they get her? Yeah, I they're think calling they did. it right now, yeah. Yeah, she scrambled back over those boards, but she already had two skates down the ice, and they're going to get them for that. So too many players on the ice. It's a 5.53 left in the second. one nothing St. Cloud State, Wisconsin, back on the power play. And we'll see if they can finally get this thing tied back up. You I think that was the second one, one too. Yeah, you don't often see you know, one get called. That's the second one in this game, and they could have maybe gotten a number of players for too many on the ice. So they're going to have Allie Cornelius who will serve that. Second line right winger. And here we go, another power play chance. Wisconsin 0 for 3 so far. We'll see if this time's the charm to the far corner for the Badgers. Left wing circle, drop it off again in that corner. Go back to the end line. Wisconsin going to transition other side of the ice. There's Lacey Eden. Pass doesn't give her a one-timer opportunity. So they'll give it back to O'Brien. She'll zip it right back. Behind the back pass to Eden. Now they'll go to Lamonti at the far point. Underneath the end line, chance there. Good idea, shot by Curl. Didn't get a ton on it. Wisconsin sticks with it for O'Brien. Coming back around to the near side. on the glove, Curl gives it off to Comper. She'll rip it off the near side post. you got to be kidding me. Underneath the end line now, Wisconsin. 114 in the power play. This has been more shooting, and then the pass goes a little wide right. Eden would say she should have caught that, and everybody's got to touch up. I know you've got to get new players on for fresh bodies, but this top power play units look good. There's going to be O'Brien. She's going to drop it off for Edwards. That one found by St. Cloud. And a full clear down the ice. 51 seconds left in the man advantage for the Badgers. 440 left in the second. Wisconsin trailing 1-0. Some great movement on that power play by the Badgers. They did a great job of moving that puck around and really opening up the St. Cloud defense. Get a couple of shots taken, too. I know you like that. A.K. Harvey, oh, she... It ate her up. It was over the blue line, and she knew it, and she tried to just kind of push it. No man's land. You're better off to just get the offside called and do a draw just outside the zone. 32 seconds left in the power play. Not to be over dramatic, but you really don't want to go into this second intermission still down a goal. I mean, you've played at times so well, you're doubling up St. Cloud on shots. You've sure. had all these power play chances. Especially a team you're feeling like you're dominating. It just it builds up that frustration when you don't get one to go in. Grip that stick a little too tight. 20 seconds to work on the power play. They're in their offensive zone. Edwards going to pass it off the boards. Angled nicely to Sims. She's got Sophie Shirley. Passes her up. Goes back to the blue line. K.K. Harvey goes right back to Sims. Now she'll move it into the slot. Comes down. Nice pass on the backhand. Oh, couldn't quite get it. Slam back towards the boards. Five seconds the power play. Wisconsin's Harvey goes back to the blue line. Player is let free. There's a Sophie Shirley shot. There's going to be a tie-up. It goes free to the far boards, and Wisconsin's still on the offensive side here. Jungles plays it off the far side part of the cage. Fans jumping out of their seats thinking that's going in, but didn't have the angle to it. And a chance for Layla Edwards just push wide to the right as she loses her stick on the shot. Along the far boards, and this will be taken out by Newland. 3.30 to go in the second. Somehow Wisconsin still has not scored. Now getting lassoed there is Layla Edwards. Got a call, a hooking. Referee's going to find it. And I am amazed, Annie, that we're going to have another penalty called on St. Cloud. I thought this team would be a little more disciplined than that, but that's a hook. 
Giving you all the chances. Yeah, it really goes to show. I mean, that that speed. If you're going to get a step on uh, on Cornelius there, and, and Edwards tries to take that lane to the middle, far from your goalie. I mean, she was going to come in with a head full of steam right into the zone, and she almost had no choice. So Cornelius gets called for the hook, and uh, we're going to have a timeout called by St. Cloud. As if nothing else, they just need a breather after just killing off those two minutes. For sure. I wish, uh, I wish these uh, radio listeners could see how uh, St. Cloud is, is playing defense. Every time that puck goes behind the net, you see all five players inside. You know, we talked about the house, that slot area. And that's where Wisconsin really likes to be successful and, and draw, the, draw the D back in, you know, draw them out of position, kind of catch them out in, in no man's land, and then work back to the middle. But uh, uh, St. Cloud is doing a great job of, of keeping them to the outside and, and being disciplined and staying inside that house and really not giving them an opportunity to come inside to that slot. It must be very, very frustrating for the Badgers, I'm sure. Well, it's interesting because, again, and you referenced this in the pregame, I mean, Brian Idolsky, longtime North Dakota coach, and you've said in the first year you can already see some North Dakota things that are starting to show for St. Cloud State to be in a position where those nuances, I mean, he's got this program in the right direction. We don't like to see it, but it's impressive. For sure, and very frustrating to play against, too. I'm amazed, though. This is going to be the 10th penalty minutes, ten minutes 9 and 10 that St. Cloud is going to have to serve here as they get called for the hook, but they do win that face-off defensively. Gentry's going to come forward. She'll finish that full clear for St. Cloud. So Wisconsin 12 seconds in the power play will go retrieve, and we'll see if this time they are able to score on the power play. Right now they are sitting 0 for 5 on the scoreboard. We'll see what they can do here is coming up is Britta Curl. She gets her pocket picked right at the blue line. Part of what you also have is there's a fair amount of snow that's been generated on your offensive side. You spent so much to sticking along the boards now and not coming exactly where you want it. Yeah, and on top of that, it takes a little bit further to go the distance that you originally think it is, and it just slows it down just that much more. It makes the timing off a little bit. So 107 left in the power play as Wisconsin enters the offensive zone, really for the first time since they lost the opening draw from it. 223 left in the second. It's still 1-0 St. Cloud State. Far circle here, the Badgers come in. There's going to be Sophie Shirley. A little too far out in front. She's able to retrieve, though. Gives it to KK Harvey. Drops right back to Shirley. She'll walk it in. Takes a shot into the glove of the goaltender. 46 seconds on the power play. With this much penalty time, you have to think that these uh, power players and penalty kills on both sides are getting worked pretty good. That's a, that's a significant amount of time to be, you know, shorthanded or, or uh, up a player. So even though, even if you are up a player, it still is a long shot. And there's no media timeout, so they just keep rolling 20 straight minutes of hockey. Near corner here, that's going to again be won by St. Cloud, and they get a full clear out of it. Faceoffs right now, you got 16 faceoff wins to Wisconsin's 14, but it feels like some of the more consequential faceoffs have been won by St. Cloud. But here's going to be Sophie Shirley. Gets it up ahead to Wheeler, and then she loses it as she got into the slot, and another full clear by the Huskies, and there's only 23 seconds left in this man advantage. Coming up the ice here, Harvey for Wisconsin. Leads it up ahead to Sims, the far circle. Walks it down to the corner, plays it back to Harvey at the blue line. Slides it over. There's a big blast by Wheeler. As Annie has said, three, four players in the slot. Nowhere to try and get an angle to. And that will do it for Wisconsin's power play. Wisconsin 0 for 5 on the man advantage with 1.18 to go in the second. 
one to nothing. St. Cloud State here. The ticket count coming in was 14,500. Some extra walk-ups, two tickets sold. This crowd right now starting to get a little concerned as this is 14th ranked team in the country in St. Cloud. Wisconsin's ranked eighth, but the Badgers at times have looked dominant. 24 to 10, they're out shooting St. Cloud, and yet here they are, have not been able to score yet. Yeah, and the longer that goes on, I feel like the, the tighter Wisconsin's going to grab those sticks and the more they're going to try, you know, to win that extra battle or give that extra effort. And, and sometimes it doesn't end up going that way when you try a little bit too hard. You kind of get outside of your comfort zone. Kind of like golf, the harder you swing, the worse you play. And here we go for Wisconsin. Offensive zone here. 29 seconds left in the second. Can be played right off, though, to St. Cloud State. Bad pass. Scribner was behind her. That's going to be raked in. Wisconsin enters the offensive zone with Enright. She'll swirl it around the boards in the near corner, taken by Lacey Eden. She'll guide it along to the near circle. Now she's going to move in on her own. Muscles it towards, looking for a wraparound chance, then loses an edge. And she gets taken out the end board. Seven seconds left in the second. Gentry will skate up the full length of the ice. Got her pocket picked right at the right circle. There's going to be your horn. And through 40 minutes, Wisconsin held scoreless despite 24 shots on goal, five power play opportunities, 10 shots on goal for St. Cloud. They're 0 for 1. The only goal so far, 424 by Newland in the first period. It's part of it too, Andy. You've got all these fans, a lot of them seeing Badger women's hockey for the first time. You want to put on a show, and when you want to put on a show, it sometimes doesn't go the way you want it to. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I remember when we played an argument in, in 2017, and uh, back then St. Cloud wasn't wasn't a top 15 team, and, and for us that was a not an off weekend, but, you know, a weekend that we could uh, kind of regroup and, and know that uh, we were going to come out on top and we got to roll our whole benches, and it was, it was really great for team morale, and especially to do it when the, big, the crowd is here. And we went into that game, and, you know, I think we only won by a goal. I think it was like two to one, and, and it's just it's a different feel. It's a different game. St. Cloud is, is coming to play. They, they always show up in these big games, and, um, you know, it's exciting when there's this many people watching. You know, the, the media and the attention is here to the plate in, in every game of this fill the ball. Well, we'll see what Wisconsin can do in the third period. Again, the Badgers trailing one to nothing. Coming up in our second intermission, we'll give you those full stats. We're going to ask Annie what Coach Johnson's probably saying to the team a little bit later on in the intermission. But when we come back, we'll get a chance to visit with graduate student defenseman Nicole Lamontia. You're listening to Wisconsin Women's Hockey. Along with our producer, Sean Preble, Reed Magnum with you. Annie Pankowski doing color commentary for us. National champion uh, with Wisconsin back in 2019 and a Badger legend. Fun having her on the broadcast. Second intermission here, Wisconsin, though, trailing St. Cloud State 1-0. This is at the Kohl Center for Wisconsin's Fill the Bull. So many fans have come out to support this team. And right now just looking for a reason to get loud during the game is... Wisconsin has not been able to score yet. It looks like in that first period, Britta Curl had scored, but it was challenged by St. Cloud and overturned on an offside that was called prior to the goal being scored. So that got wiped off, and a few minutes later, it was a goal by uh, St. Cloud State that right now is the difference with that one nothing lead. Well, got a chance to visit yesterday on Zoom with Wisconsin's graduate student, Nicole Lamontia. She became just the fourth Badger defender in school history to post 100 career points, got an assist 
in UW's 6-1 win against St. Thomas last Friday. What a career. 101 career points now ranks history among defensemen. You've got Sis Paulson, who is at 130. She is number one all-time. Carrie Weiland, number two at 124. Courtney Burke at 108. And then there sits Nicole Lamantia at 101. So is our conversation we had with Nicole. So, Nicole, not many places that has the support for women's hockey to do a fill the bowl every few years. It's an amazing event. What do these Badger fans mean to you and the team? Yeah, I mean, they mean everything to us. Um, one of the only programs in the country that gets so many people day in and day out supporting us, whether it's here on the road. Obviously, we were up at St. Thomas recently, and we had a bunch of fans locally that traveled up there to see us and our products. So it's definitely really exciting to have fans in the stands, and we love and appreciate their support no matter where we are. I think one of the reasons that your fans support your team so much is you guys give it right back. I mean, you're always walking through the tunnels, high-fiving the little kids, giving them a souvenir puck. Was that something as a freshman the upperclassmen talked about, and is that something you make sure that the underclassmen understand you you've got to connect it's got to go both ways with the fans yeah definitely um you know everyone's encouraged to interact with them as much as we can you know whether it's post games you know you're talking with your parents and some little kid runs up to you and wants an autograph or something those little conversations those little handshakes and those little social media interactions go a long way and Hopefully we're uh, doing our part to inspire the next generation of women's hockey players and hopefully they see us in our product and interact with us and want to play here and uh, play hockey, you know, just as much as we do. Talking with graduate student defenseman Nicole Lamantia. What do you think, Nicole? Did it go by fast? I mean, graduate student, it's uh, I'm sure in some ways it feels like it's been a long time, but also probably goes fast too. How is the experience? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Talk about going by fast. It's, it's gone by in the blink of an eye. You know, I remember getting here on campus as a freshman in June, you know, a couple weeks after high school graduation. And Mackenzie Stefan was actually like my uh, big sister assigned to me to help me get through campus. So I remember meeting her the first day and just being here. And it just felt like yesterday, honestly. I can't believe it's all kind of coming to an end here. But definitely taking it, you know, day by day, not taking anything for granted and uh, just enjoying the moment, staying present and not looking ahead to what's next. Take us back one more time, though, to that freshman, Nicole, who you just graduate high school and boom, you're at UW-Madison. You're you're with the one of the premier women's hockey teams in the country. What would advice would you have given her as you sit here now? What would you have told yourself when you first walked onto campus? Well, gosh, probably I would say it's not it's not as big as it seems, I think, especially when you first get here, things are pretty daunting. It feels like you got so much to do. And, you know, we work out in the mornings in the summer at seven. It just feels like you're constantly running around. But, um, you know, just take it all in and enjoy yourself. Enjoy your friends. You know, don't miss a night out, especially freshman summer with your friends. Anytime they're going somewhere or doing something you know, go there and be there and be present, interact with the girls. And I think that's one thing about our program that stands out is especially that freshman summer, you know, you get new people coming in and they get comfortable all summer long and kind of have that advantage of that comfort level. And they feel like they're part of the team come August and September that, you know, most programs are just getting those girls in. So, you know, young me would, I would tell her, you know, go out as much as you can, enjoy the girls, do the little things. And, don't take a day for granted because I'm a graduate student now. It's all coming to an end, and I would love to start over again if I could. 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Again, this is Nicole Amantia. Let's talk about fill the bowl. I mean, obviously, different size ice sheet. When you take yourself back to when you skated in this thing in 2020, how much of a difference is it going from Laban to uh, kind of the lake of the coal center? Yeah, it's a big difference, especially on D. You know, two-on-ones get a lot harder. I mean, rushes get a lot harder just because, you know, forwards are a threat from a lot of different spots that they normally wouldn't be in our uh, D zone in Laban. So, I think just making sure you're staying engaged, staying tight on gaps, and those things will help you adjust a little bit on the ice. But it's definitely a much bigger sheet. You can definitely feel it, but hopefully it plays our advantage. We've got a lot of talent on our group, so I think the extra room and extra space should go a long way for us. You get the band into Laban, and you guys are almost always sold out. It's loud. A full coal center is a whole different decibel level, though. Does it take a little while to get used to that? Does it just turn into a hockey game eventually? What's that process like? And have you told any of the players who haven't skated in this thing, whether new or a younger player, a transfer, given them any advice on on what to expect with this? Yeah, I think I think coach's message all week has just been, you know, go out for on ice warmups and you have those 15 or 20 minutes to, you know, enjoy the fans, see all the people there, the little kids, you know, hopefully, you know, get your feet wet and touch some pucks and stuff like that. But obviously as a hockey player, you know, once you're between the boards and those 60 minutes start, you kind of don't hear any noise anymore. You don't really hear the band, like things like that. You're kind of just like in your own little world out there. So I think the message you saw week, you know, from top to bottom, whether you're older or younger is just enjoy yourself up until the puck drop. And once the puck drops, we've got a big game to play. St. Cloud's a really good team, beat some good opponents this year. So we got to stay engaged and just play our game. Graduate student, defenseman Nicole Lamontia, second intermission, Wisconsin trailing St. Cloud State to fill the bowl one to nothing. We'll take another break, come back with stats and uh, get Annie Pankowski's thoughts on the first 40 minutes. This is Badger Women's Hockey. Fill the bowl. Read Magnum along with you. Annie Pankowski, color commentary. Sean Priebel back at the studios producing second intermission. Wisconsin trailing St. Cloud State, though, one to nothing. Pretty much all the action, Annie, in that first period. You had a lot of penalties taken. Wisconsin out shoots St. Cloud 13 to 6. But it was 424 on the clock as Newland scores an even strength goal. Ross and Geyer with the assists and been the only scoring so far again Wisconsin out shooting this team 24 to 10 11 to 4 in that second period that puck is just not bouncing that last little bounce Wisconsin needs it in some of those important moments yeah I talked about that kill shot a little bit earlier I think it was in the first period and you know Wisconsin was really struggling to find that killer shot most of those shots I contributed to their first period shots were from the periphery they were not you know, shooting to score. They were shooting for a rebound, shooting to create something. And I think in the second period, they really turned the corner and, and had a few more opportunities, especially in those even last five minutes uh, that they were there shooting shooting to score. But I, I really love to see out of St. Cloud, uh, you know, the amount of shot blocks they had in that period. 
I talked about them, you know, standing in that slot and being another, essentially another goalie out there, and they really just, they really just brought the brought the power and, and stood up for their goalie in their D zone and, and have done a phenomenal job of standing in front of that net. Overall in this game, 19 blocks for St. Cloud State. That's a total. Uh, Wisconsin just with four, but again, part of that is on how many more shots you're taking than the other team. In that second period, a couple more penalties. You had too many players on the ice for St. Cloud. That came at about 15 minutes in. Then Cornelius gets called for a hook. If Wisconsin does lose this game, you're going to circle that 0 for 5 for the Badgers on the power play versus St. Cloud State's 0 for 1. It, it has not been a lack for chances that Wisconsin's had, especially on the man advantage. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes, you, I mean, you feel when you're watching hockey that a 5 on 4 advantage should be, oh, there should be a goal every time. But realistically, the defense that comes out of that on, on when you're killing a penalty and, and St. Cloud being so disciplined as they are, are doing a great job of taking away the passes that Wisconsin wants and forcing them to make, you know, one extra pass or one more pass that they really don't want to make and, and or maybe the timing's not perfect and, and the puck's jumping over their stick and, and they're forcing it just a little bit too hard and you know uh, I think St. Cloud did a phenomenal job of dictating dictating where Wisconsin could play and they forced them into those you know non-dangerous areas and they were forced to take those less than optimal chances. You were in a lot of locker rooms with Mark Johnson what did he say in the in the second intermission I don't even you don't even have to guess. You know what he said, I'm sure. What did he say to this team? Yeah, I mean, he, he, like you heard from Nicole say the whole week, you know, enjoy the moment, enjoy the moment, be here, you know, take a look around, take it in. Um, you know that was the message he's been sending this whole time, but I think he had to remind the girls that, you know, they're a, they're a top ten team, and, and it, you don't have to lose your identity when you're playing in a big game like this, and so just get back to doing what made them successful. Be disciplined, you know, get pucks in deep, set your teammates up for success. Um, he kind of rings those same bells every time things start to, you know, not go your way. But, but yeah, I'm sure that's that's what the message was for sure. Well, we got the official attendance announced here for Fill the Bowl. It goes at 14,430. So, if I'm reading this right, it's second all time. Your game in 2017, still number one. At this place was at absolute standing room only. Uh, but they did pass up the Ohio State at Wisconsin last fill the bowl that was at 14 361 so they top that and it's only really fun though if you win right i mean that's that's the one they're really just looking for something to cheer for i feel like they're just they're itching to get up and and, and uh you know celebrate a goal want to mention minnesota defeats ohio state four to two in minneapolis third ranked gophers top ranked ohio state that was an even strength goal about six minutes left so that wasn't an empty netter at the end they led the whole way Shuts it out Bemidji on the road, 3 to nothing. Puck drops, here we go for the final period of regulation. Wisconsin down 1 to nothing at the Cole Center for fill the bowl. Wisconsin offensively, far circle. There's going to be a chance shot in, but again, defenseman stands right in front as they've done the whole game. They block that, and it comes back to center. This has a feeling to me, Annie, like Wisconsin's either going to score three in this period or none. It, it feels like if they just get one, it's going to break the dam loose. For sure, yeah, I think they, they need that. And, and just the reminder of the, of the swagger that they can play with. You know, it, it's really easy to be great when the pucks keep going in the net, but it, it's a lot more difficult to be good when, when bounces aren't going your way and you just keep continuously getting shut out. Inside the Badger zone for a duel that is controlled by Wisconsin. So they'll move it up ice, saucer it over the top of everybody, race down, curl gets there to the near corner. Spins it off to Wozniewicz, who gets it taken away. Gentry has maybe been the best player on the ice here, number 20 for St. Cloud. She's been all over, taking a couple penalties. But when she's played clean, it's been impressive. 
Coming up the ice again and batted down ice on a aggressive play by Svenja Vogt out of Germany. Wisconsin goes and regains it. Comes up to the near neutral zone boards. There's going to be Britta Curl. Trying to go around Newland. She's got the lone goal in this contest. Far circle there. The Badgers shot in and oh from five feet away. Missing everything unless that hit a stick. I think Comfort just missed it. Eyes were huge for her. She thought she had it. Yeah, that puck got lost in the D's feet, and she just took a good whack at it and sent it wide. Coming outside the blue line, Wisconsin again moves into the offensive side. Two on two here if Sims drop pass off. Nicely to Eden. Shot that one in. Fought off with the chest protector, the goaltender for St. Cloud State. Down to the near circle now. Wisconsin trying to hold that zone with Sims. Squirts free near corner. First player there is in the St. Cloud State colors. They've got those dark red sweaters, black breezers. Wisconsin traditional home white sweaters, red breezers. Pass up ahead. There's going to be Eden. Oh, nice job. Kind of whipped that around a player's skate and got it in, but a left leg pad save at the last second for Jojo Choback, who has made 26 saves on 26 shots. Wisconsin's Cronish, nine saves on 10 shots. That's the difference. 205 into the third. Yeah, it's scary when you start to face a, a goaltender who's feeling hot and you can just see her confidence when she's attacking, you know, the top of the crease. Every time there's a shooter that comes in within range, you're in this uh, game so far. There's Wheeler for Wisconsin, far circle. Got some Huskies in front of her, backhanded, and that's going to be pinned up against the uh, post and show back, make save number 27. And, yeah, with every save, that confidence builds. Especially when you're going up against a heavy header, uh, sorry, a heavy-handed team like Wisconsin, there's a lot of players that can really put the puck in the net. So there's not, you know, one or two names to focus on. You have six or seven names you have to focus on. But for her right now, she's she's in their head, and you can see it on the ice when they step up to take a shot for sure. Four different Badgers this year have posted 30 plus points. That's not all goals, but. To Annie's point, a lot of offense for this team, and yet a goose egg still on the board for Wisconsin at 17-23 remaining in the third period. Straight number for St. Cloud. That's the difference here, one to nothing. But Wisconsin again in the offensive zone. They've started all three periods dominating puck possession in the offensive zone. We'll see if this one is the difference. Players go down. Arm gets raised. We will have. I think it's going to be Cloud. Sophie Shirley for a high stick. So she's going to get called for the high stick. The referee's announcement here. And yeah, she looks to be the guilty party. All right, so Sophie Shirley gets called for the high stick. That canceled out a couple of those Huskies, and it will be St. Cloud who will just get their second power play chance. 17.09 left in the third. Wisconsin has to go on the PK. Feels like a long time ago we talked about St. Cloud on a power play. Seventh in the country nationally, 225. Wisconsin 15th defensively, 8.53 is their percentage on killing these off and one to nothing feels challenging two to nothing feels really difficult so you got to kill these two minutes off to the far end line played back right behind the cage picked up there by Wisconsin racing over is Shayla Edwards pitchforks towards the boards but pinching nicely as Wolf holds his own second time works there for the Badgers they go across ice this time and that'll be a full clear 25 seconds into the St. Cloud State power play up ahead and a clean lead feed to Emma Gentry. Picked right there, though, by Lamontia. She'll hoist that a little high, settle down on the ice. Played back to the Wisconsin side, but that works to the Badgers' advantage. Player for St. Cloud takes a digger. That is Newland. Now she, I don't know if she broke her skate or if she pulled something. She's gimpy. She's one of their top players offensively. 
Wisconsin now finishes off that full clear. Picked up by Himlarova, goes cross ice. Now Scribner has it. She'll guide it along to that near side. Gets that poke check to Wisconsin. Short-handed opportunity, two on two. Here's O'Brien, got Harvey to her right, takes the shot. That one sticked up into the netting by Ross for St. Cloud. And oh, wouldn't that been sweet for Wisconsin. We'll have a face-off, though, on the St. Cloud State end. That was a great step up by KK Harvey to see that, you know, that, that St. Cloud State player had her head down and she just got a piece of that as she entered the zone and, and gave uh, Casey O'Brien the lane to the net. But the St. Cloud defense did a great job of coming back in and really pushing her to the outside, not letting her take that shot. Shot off the draw for Wisconsin, top of the left wing circle for a, for a curl. Didn't quite get it through traffic. That was Scribner before who lost it, created the two on two shorty opportunity for Wisconsin. Scribner, a hockey humanitarian finalist. Whistle, high stick called. Little pause play. But you were a finalist for that hockey humanitarian award back in the day. That's a special one. Wisconsin has had Brittany Ammerman win it for the Badger program on the women's side. Jake Buns won it for yes. the men's side that year. Yeah, that same year we were up for it. That was special to have two players nominated from the same school. That's very rare. For sure. That was a really, really cool honor, and, and it was really awesome to see Jake win that award, especially just the good he's done in that community, for sure. Everybody nominated, so deserving. I don't know how they pick just one person. So we've still got this 32 seconds left to face off in the Badgers' offensive zone. They couldn't win that one. This gets now sent down the ice. Chopped at near circle by Wisconsin. They'll get it free. Here's Harvey. She skates past everybody. Comes along that blue line. Now goes wide to the right. Pulls it back. There's going to be Comper. Blasts it in. Blocker saved, though. Coming out of the net with confidence. Choback makes another St. Cloud State save. Nine seconds left in this penalty kill. Curl will peel back and pick this up out of the slot. And now Wisconsin's O'Brien dances around one would-be defender. Comes over the far circle. Wisconsin's got five skaters back and fresh off of that box. There's going to be a chance for Shirley inside the Sims. Moving along. Hit her skate, though, and redirected to the near corner. And back the other way come the Huskies. We got five minutes into the third. Wisconsin still down one to nothing, but they, very importantly, killed off that St. Cloud State penalty. Shot goes in. Of a knuckle or not too much to it, and that is swallowed up by Cami Cronish. That was a St. Cloud State power play, I should have said. A penalty on Wisconsin. 14.44 left in the third. Every minute that goes by, this thing gets a little more interesting. Yeah, I really want to see Wisconsin take advantage of that weak side of the ice. It feels so far away, but it's also so much open room, especially in the offensive zone. Finding that open player on the far side, I think that's where they're going to find success. Pinned up against the boards near corner. Wisconsin is able to find it and swirl it around the board, cycled up and out. So Wisconsin then losing it at center line. There was Eden, kind of overskated. Don't know if it hit something on the board. Played back near side for Helgeson, Wisconsin defensively. Tape to tape pass up to Sims. They hold the blue line clean, they'll say. It's found anyway, though, by St. Cloud. Wolf angles it off the boards behind her to Bulger. Two defensemen play catch up to Scribner. Right, much fancy passing there by St. Cloud. It's canceled out by Layla Edwards. Up ahead now for Lacey Eden. She'll walk it along right circle. Taps off the glass. Eden sticks with it. Just takes one to tie here for Wisconsin underneath the end line. Under 14 to go in this filled bowl game. Long to that near corner. Eighth-ranked Wisconsin, 14th-ranked St. Cloud. Wisconsin on a four-game winning streak. Next weekend, it's at Minneapolis for the Gophers, and they host the reigning national champs in Ohio State. Got to take care of business this weekend, though. Back off to Himlarova, far corner, taken by the Badgers. They got to get it out of their side. 
Up to Layla Edwards. Give to KK Harvey. Defenseman can play some offense too. We'll see what she does. Nice move. Looked right around the vendor. Then got it over towards the goaltender. A magic trick type of play. But Choback again stays with it. And she has made 29 official saves for St. Cloud. Past the blue line. Swiped away by Wozniewicz. Gives it off for Curl. That one goes over the top of the crossbar. Hit a stick. To the near circle now. Wozniewicz tries to pass it right through two players. That won't work. And St. Cloud State guides it up ahead. Newland goes cross ice. Nice pass. Far circle. Lynn tries to take a shot. That one hits off a badger or two. Comes down to the near circle. Now Newland tries to sweep that in. Player right there in the slot. Lamontia guides it along to the boards, but held in by the Huskies. Under 13 to go in the third. Wisconsin down one to nothing. Far circle here taken by the Badgers, lifted towards the blue line. Ross misses that, and here are the Badgers now. Wozniewicz is just on fumes though. It's been a long shift for her. So she'll dump it down, go off the ice, and it allows St. Cloud to break the Badgers four check. And they'll move ahead quickly with Gentry. She's fresh, crosses over the Badger blue line, takes a shot, that one hits a Badger defender, goes to the far boards. Wisconsin sweeps it up ahead. That one not close to Wozniewicz. This is going to be an icing. And it stops it at 12.13 to go in the third. St. Cloud State has just been so consistent in their, their defensive zone, their pressure. You know, moving the puck D to D has just seems so seamless and effortless. They're, they're not really feeling that shaky, that pressure from the Wisconsin forwards at all. And it seems just too easy for them to get out of the zone. They made a mistake either in this game. I mean, this has been, they've had penalties, but just in terms of five on five, they have really made very few errors. I agree. I think their passing has been great. They're connecting well. They're setting each other up for success, which on the other hand, Wisconsin is, you know, trying to be a little bit cuter with the puck, make one more extra pass, you know, try to find that player that might maybe be open, but maybe not be. Um, they're running into a little bit of trouble there. Part of what I'm impressed, too, with St. Cloud is they're still taking advantage of offensive chances, but it's not odd man rushes. If anything, it's two-on-two, two, so they're getting back defensively quickly. Right, they're playing safe. My concern is they just start to shut down any offensive chances, and they just try to bleed the rest of the time off the clock. They're still 11-and-a-half, so you can't do it yet, but you get this thing under eight, and this might turn into a, a slog for Wisconsin. Helgeson tries to pass it up ahead. Connects with Sims momentarily. Now that one bounces in, goes off the end wall. Picked up by the Huskies. We'll see if Wisconsin can pinch and hold the zone. They cannot. So they'll back check now with St. Cloud State and Newland. She'll gallop along those near boards, playing it along the backhand safely. Now just drops it off. There's Sims for Wisconsin. Helgeson a touch up to Layla Edwards. Guides across ice, far side. Now Wisconsin, another opportunity. Far circle, turn around. Nice move by Eden. Got fans ooing and eyeing. Puck didn't go with her, though. Trying to bring out everything at this point with 10.50 left in the third. Leave nothing on the ice and go over to the far neutral zone boards. And this one hoisted back in the Wisconsin side. And again, the Badgers have to go retrieve. More energy being spent by Wisconsin to come back the other way. Now to the near circle. There's a chance for Comfort. And that's going to be in the glove. You've got to be kidding me of Choback. Thought that was loose between the skates and it went right into her glove. And she just stands up with a big smile on her face. Yeah, she looks like she saw that the whole way. Knocked it right into the air. Came up cool and calm with that puck right in her glove. She got a 9-10 save percentage on the year. She's 9-18 in her career. Now that's only 35 games played for the junior. But she is good. I mean, this is not some fluke game. She is a very strong goaltender. Chance for Wozniewicz. 
Again, just way too much congestion in front of the net, and it comes back to the neutral zone. Add one more block shot to that list. Put him at 25 as a team for blocks. Coming back to the Wisconsin end. Curl comes forward with it, trying to slice her way through a couple of Huskies. That doesn't work. Ross goes D to D defensively for St. Cloud. Now across the blue line. Badger's got to be careful here with line changing right in front of the bench. The puck comes. This will be guided up ahead, actually skipped off the back of Wheeler. Shirley's going to stick with it for Wisconsin along that far corner. Now to the circle. Shirley gets taken out. No arm raised. Will play on. 9.48 to go in the third. Wisconsin down one to nothing. The only goal came with 4.24 left in the first for the Huskies. That has been it for this contest. Sophie Shirley backhands it to La Montilla. She will paddle it forward. That misses everybody, and this will be an easy icing. Trying to force it a little bit now, Annie? Yeah, I think so. I think they're just trying to, you know, spring something, shake something loose, make something happen. I mean, it gets frustrating. The more you try, the more you knock, and the more you get shut down. So I think they're they're circling now. They, they need a little bit of reward, and I think you're right. I think if they get one in, they might just start, start a scoring spree here. Based off far circle, defensive side for Wisconsin. There's a Husky win. Then it's stepping up, and Sophie Shirley's able to take it away. Two on two here for her. She'll guide it over to the right. It's knocked off the puck, but Casey O'Brien's right there. Underneath the end line, played off to the wall. Right to O'Brien. Far corner for her to the blue line now. La Montilla steps up, near circle, looking for a shot. Redirect chance. There's a little space there on that far side. It would have been a long shot, and now look out here as... Edwards goes down and a back check, two on one for St. Cloud State, far circle shot, save by the goaltender Cronish and the lead stays at just one for St. Cloud State. Man, that puck looked like it had eyes coming off of La Montilla's stick. I'm surprised she missed that far side, but she did and it went all the way around. And an odd man rush opportunity. Gentry now near circle for St. Cloud State, Wisconsin back checking here. Time is going off the clock fast. We're down to 8.34 left in regulation. Near circle now for Wisconsin, up to Layla Edwards. She'll give it off to Sims. This will be an offside called as losing her spot there was Eden. And a face off just outside the Husky zone. 30 to 13 shots on goal in favor of Wisconsin, and yet they have not scored. The more you watch, the more you can pick up on how well St. Cloud is supporting their, their defensive players in that zone. Their second man in is beating Wisconsin's second man in every single time, and, it, and that's how you win a 50-50 battle, and it's really showing right now. End line here for the Huskies. Defensive end up to Scribner. Gives it off to Gentry. Trying to get wedged against the boards. There's Comfort. Can she cause a turnover? Comfort sticks with it. Named an alternate captain to the team recently. 150 career points. Of course, a longtime BU player for four years. Whistle, Cage came off its moorings, way off its moorings. That was a big collision between Scribner and Johnson's goalie, Cronish. I think everybody's all right, and they'll set this back on its pegs. 7.59 to go in the third. One to nothing, St. Cloud. These two teams will do it again tomorrow. This will be over the way at Laban Arena. 2.43 game, 3 o'clock puck drop right here on Fox Sports 10.70 the game. Podcast available for free on the iHeartRadio app after this one. Hopefully it's a comeback performance here as Wisconsin trailing by one under eight to go. Defensive zone draw. That is one by Wisconsin. Badgers plus four now in the faceoff category in the game. Up to the near circle. Turning around. 
Wisconsin, a couple players there. Edwards goes down offensively, can't quite get to it. There's Ross, played a lot of minutes in this game. K.K. Harvey steps up for the Badgers offensively. The defenseman playing some offense in the right wing circle. Passes it nicely over to Wheeler. She'll try and guide it along, comes towards the net. Good move, and right into the five hole, and covering it up with a save is Choback. Maybe look for a second that she might not know where that puck is, but it looks like it settled right down on that short side, right into her glove. Both teams to go with full line changes. In a game like this, I, I feel like it's got to be a dirty goal. you got to get a rebound chance, but St. Cloud, they're packing it in, and as soon as you get that first shot, they just whip it to the board so you don't get that second chance opportunity. For sure. It's definitely going to be a gritty goal, and it's going to come from, you know, bearing down in front of the net and just being hungry for it. Starting to feel those legs too, I would imagine, at this point in the game on the Cole Center ice. 7-16 to go in the third. That's the voice of Annie Pankowski. Great Badger. Reed Magnum with you. Sean Preble producing. Fill the bowl here at the Cole Center. Fans have been trying to get into it, try to be loud, but there's not been a goal scored here by Wisconsin in this game. Only goal by St. Cloud State late in the first period. Here are the Badgers now. Oh, not on the same page, Wozniewicz and O'Brien. Both cut to the middle, and the puck went left. Gentry now up ahead. Don't expect to see a couple of high-level players do that at this point in the season. At center right now, that's going to be poked over to the far neutral zone boards. There's Sims, six and a half remaining. Sims gets over the Husky blue line. Far circle, here we go. Shot, Choback looking as calm as can be. Just snap. Choback's got swagger at this point. She, she just totally stood right does. up and didn't even flinch. She said, thanks for trying. Yeah, Eden didn't like that one. She wanted that one back for sure. Face off, right wing for Wisconsin offensively. Fans trying to get into it here. Goes cross ice. It's going to be an icing. No, linesman will wave it off. Cronish, the goaltender for Wisconsin, thought that might be an icing. Linesman right on it, though. Wisconsin now in the near neutral zone boards. And again, that's going to be picked up by Hemlerova. She'll come back the other way. Trying to go far side. That's going to be blockered way up into the air. Settles down on the far side part of Wisconsin's defensive end. Coming up on six to go in the third. Wisconsin down one zip. Now the Badgers and Sims moves it towards the middle. Straddling the blue line is Eden. Sims tries to just punch that one, tries to go through everybody. And I think frustration starting to set in there. Wisconsin not even passing, just trying to punch it right through everyone. And a line change for UW. Deficit only one. Here are the Badgers again. Layla Edwards, far circle. Show rear back fire, and that one comes. They avoid the in-between op as Choback steps up, and then a Badger goes flying into the near post, right in front of the student section. They take objection to that. So does the Badger who went in there. I think it's Comfort. She's been knocked all over the ice. Her and Courtney Hall having words. Linesman splits them up. Comfort, I think, is going to stay on the ice. Hall will go off. 5.34 to go in the third period. There really is an art to a comeback. I mean, you have to you have to try, you have to want it, but you can't want it too much because you'll end up doing things that, you know, your line mates aren't ready for, that your team has never seen before. And oftentimes you have to stick to what's made you successful in the past, and that's being predictable and, and just doing the little things right. Maybe Comfrey here near circle for the Badgers. Drop pass to La Montilla. She'll get lassoed up high, taken out of the play. And Newland skates up ice, number 81. High slot shot blocked by Comfer. Wisconsin's curl, cross ice to La Montilla. 
little too far out in front or just slipped under her stick. Pass is actually decent. Layla Edwards goes to clean it up near the badges. Now with Wheeler, slices through a couple Huskies, takes a shot. Again, blockered away by Choback. 34 saves on the evening. And right now pitching a perfect game is Jojo Choback, the goaltender for St. Cloud. Wisconsin's goaltender Cronish, 14 saves on 15 shots. 4.42 to go in the third. KK Harvey, touch there. Now O'Brien comes near circle. Had it taken away from behind momentarily, stuck with it. Puck paddled to the near boards and then sent through everybody. I think this is an icing. Yes, it will be. So blow the whistle at 426. Come back to Wisconsin side for a face-off. We'll pause 10 seconds, station identification. This is Badger Women's Hockey. I got something to say. This is an exclusive presentation of Fox Sports 1070. The game. WTSO Madison. Available anywhere on the iHeartRadio app. 426 to go. Big board saying make noise. Fans obliged, far circle here for Wisconsin, down by one, 4.22 to go. There's going to be a shot that goes off a skate, went up into the air, maybe a stick. Settled down, though, right to a Husky, and they will transition it back, and we're at that point in the game now where St. Cloud not worried about taking any shots, just dump it down and force Wisconsin to come the length of the ice. On this big coal center ice, that feels like a long distance. They'll turn that over on the forecheck. Under four to go now in the third, 14th-ranked St. Cloud. Trying to come into the Kohl Center and spoil the Badgers, fill the bowl event. Wisconsin ranked eighth in the land. And here's Lacey Eden to try and change that narrative. Far side, there's going to be Wozniewicz. Huge rebound off the board. She might have shot that wide on purpose. Easton turns around. Eden got the goaltender, but the rebound comes near side. Only Huskies there to send it the other way. Puck slides through everyone on the defensive side for Wisconsin. They'll go and regain it. Wisconsin still has their timeout. 3.24 to go in the third. Up ahead, here's the near circle now for Comfer. She'll make a beeline towards the net, tries to poke that one. Another chance, holding that near post. It's JoJo Cho back with another save. With 36 now, I believe, for her. Badger fans are the best game, and no one's left in their trying. I feel like our video screen coordinator is just now catching the hint that they should have used to get loud. I feel like we didn't see it until the last three minutes here, and you know the Badger, the Badger fans want it. Near circle face-off here for the Badgers. They control it. Now Sophie Shirley going to pull it back. Sends one in and almost ate up the goaltender on a bit of a knuckler. It's kind of spinning end over end and then can't hold the zone is going to be Harvey, so she'll pull it all the way back. Everybody's got a touch-up. Harvey kind of frustrated with herself. Buzzing around the ice, comes back to Geyer. Near side circle four. St. Cloud, Geyer of Verona, Wisconsin native. I'm sure many family and friends here for the St. Cloud State top-line defenseman. 2.47 to go in the third. Harvey takes it away, comes into the slot, tries to pass it up to O'Brien, and that gets pulled away from behind. 2.39 to go in the third. We'll start to keep our eye on Cronish, the goaltender, and see when the Badgers pull her and go with the extra attacker. It's going to be punched out to the neutral zone, and Britta Curl to go retrieve. Huskies, five fresh skaters on the ice, 2.26 to go. Cronish tapping her stick, comes over the near circle. Curl tries to split her way through a couple of Huskies. Keeping Cronish in there, 2.16 to go in the third. Played back around to the near point. Badgers defenseman late and changing, so Shayla Edwards not there, and everybody's got to touch up at neutral ice. 
Cronish coming off now between the pipes. Extra attacker with 2.03 to go. Empty net right now on the Wisconsin side. The Badgers down 1-0. 158 and counting to go. St. Cloud State has control right now. They get it back to neutralize. The Badgers retrieve. Come back to the near side. Stepping up now. Wisconsin's Eden. Down to the near circle. 146 to go in the 6-on-5 with an empty net on the Badgers side. Going to be a shot there for Comfort. That one batted out. Comes over near circle. Another rebound chance. Jungles couldn't finish and St. Cloud State gives it up to Scribner. She does not take the empty net chance. And instead it settles down the ice and Wisconsin pumps it back into the offensive side. 1.28 to go in the third. Empty net right now for Wisconsin. Down one to nothing here at the Cole Center. Back to the near circle. This one played to the blue line and it skips off the hand of Sophie Shirley and it comes out and everybody's got a touch up. 1.15 to work. Wisconsin's KK Harvey struggles with that and some Savard pressure. This one sent in towards the empty net. Harvey saves it with a skate. My goodness, 104 to go. Here are the Badgers now with Wheeler. Headed towards the student section way. Comes back to the near point. Moves off to the near corner. La Montilla lays it off the end wall. Comes back to the near side. It goes right through the blue ice and nobody could find it. Now there's Eden for the Badgers. Back to the midpoint. 49 seconds to work. Far circle and oh, back door with Sophie. Surely she couldn't find it. 43 seconds to go. Harvey sends it in again. Rebound chance. There's La Montilla. Just skips past Wisconsin. Sophie Shirley with 36 seconds to go. Six on five for Wisconsin. Down one to nothing. Over the far half wall. Played back to the blue line. Harvey, 28 seconds to work. Being pinched up against the wall. Now she gets pulled down. Is there a penalty? No. Wheeler comes over the far corner. 20 seconds. Here's a big blast and goes off this stick of the goaltender show back with 17.7 to go. Man, the desperation out there. I can't believe one of those did not go in the net. Hats off to Chobash. She is cool and calm in there and the batters are firing from all over on the ice and cannot put one past her. Full line change here for the Badgers. 17.7 remaining. Wisconsin down one to nothing. Face-off controlled by Comfer. This one swept down the full length of the ice. No issue for a chance at uh, an empty net. There's going to be an icing call. KKRB having to skate back hard as Scribner almost beat her to the dots. 11.1. Wisconsin still has their timeout. We'll see if Coach Johnson wants to use it. 11.1 to go in the third. It is incredible Wisconsin is in this position down one to nothing. Out shooting St. Cloud State 39 to 15. Plus four in the faceoffs. Coach Johnson not going to use his timeout. Faceoff. That is one by St. Cloud. Over to the far corner. They wedge it up against the board. Seven seconds. Still up against the boards in that far corner. Now it moves free. Four seconds. KK Harvey's got to shoot it. Two seconds. They're going to get one last chance to shoot it. Goes wide. And St. Cloud State comes into the Cole Center and upsets Wisconsin. One to nothing for Phil the Bull 2023. Yeah, it's a tough loss, especially to a crowd like this who comes out to support this team. Um, I mean, hats off to St. Cloud. I think they did a phenomenal job, and I want to see these Badgers rebound back and, and really take it to them tomorrow. They got a they got a tough turn coming up, and they need to step up into you know this team that they know they can be um, and bring their best game forward. St. Cloud State players, big hugs, celebrating. Wisconsin, take those right gloves off and shake hands at center. And for the Badgers, could not score offensively, and that's been. The thing with this team, Annie, is that Cronish has played well this year. Uh, she's a semifinalist for Goalie of the Year Award nationally. Defense is, despite some 
struggles trying to stay healthy. They've done good, but there's just better. They've only been able to score one or two goals in this game tonight. You, you get that many shots off and 39 and give Chobak credit, but. Sure, I mean, it definitely hurts and it, and it takes you back to the drawing board a little bit about what, what made them successful early in the season and kind of get back to, you know, what made them great. Well, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll give you full stats, full scores from around the WCHA, also from around the country, and we'll get ready for tomorrow's uh, series finale. That'll be tomorrow at 3 o'clock at Laban. We'll get into all that when we return. You're listening to Wisconsin Women's Hockey. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.